Hello, sports fans. This is Sellout Sports. I am Tori Rich, joined by Mike Mawson and our first guest in Sellout Sports history in person, Mr. Parker Gold Rush. Hello. Well, welcome, Parker. All right. We're, uh, we're going to get right into Ohio State in a second here. Mike, hit the music. Here we go. I'm excited. Parker always, Parker always brings the energy up a, uh, a notch, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, and, uh, and I got to say weird choice with the uh he's got he's got a throwback uh Jim Harbaugh Colts jersey on and a Michigan baseball cap. It's strange. Um you know, based on what I had heard about him before, but you you do you, man. That is the season, I guess. <laughs> it's it's I'd rather light myself on fire than wear anything. Let, let the record show he was wearing a Colts throwback jersey. It looks good on you, man. Don't. I, actually, I think it's just a, a retro champions Ohio State shirt, but uh, nice try. <laughs> don't, let, don't lead these people the wrong way. All right. But, yeah. All right. So it was. It had to happen. It's, it's a week too early, but it doesn't matter because Parker's here. So we're going to talk about Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah, well, next week's Thanksgiving, and we can allow people to be thankful, you know, around this time. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of hate <laughs> in the early segment of this of this episode. I mean, I would have allowed that around Thanksgiving too, but it's all right. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll like we'll we'll go celebrate with our families and such. But actually, you know, actually, I want to talk about this right away because I because because uh, I'm not hating on it. So Parker, you 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 have to watch Ohio State and Michigan out of superstition. You have to watch alone. Is is that correct? I wouldn't say alone, um, but I I don't think anyone that knows me wants to be with me. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. So I get there, this. There have been games where I've been like, "Hey man, what do you do?" He's like, "No, nah, I can't." <laughs> yeah, can't if, do it. If it's can't a big it. game and like I'm even slightly worried, no one needs to be around me. Well, I thing, don't want them around. This, this this already makes me like Parker more honestly because so here's the thing. So Super Bowl 52 it's Eagles and Patriots. My wife's a Patriots fan, but like, you know, not like a a real football fan though, you know. But she grew up a Patriots fan. I, you know, diehard Eagles fan. They haven't won a Super Bowl yet. And I decided to invite a bunch of people. This is when we lived in Vegas, right? And I decided to invite a bunch of people over in, including you know, Corey Hendricks who I was training with MMA. His uh, at the time his Miss Nevada girlfriend and like yeah you know good for him right that's a flex um, yeah, yeah um, flex. and yeah and you know Corey's the nicest guy ever so good for him you know but uh, yeah we have a, so we have, we have a few of our friends over from uh, from the MMA gym at Syndicate there and I am a fucking basket case the entire game like like basically like like yeah you should probably never come over again that's the message that I sent <laughs> and. Um, because I mean, it's I mean, it's Tom Brady in the Super Bowl against you, and and you know how that game went. It's like you're not going to feel okay until there's nothing but zeros on the clock, and that's how it went. Like honestly, there was pass interference on that last fucking hail mary, and <laughs> they let him get away. With it. I I I thought there was going to be a flag like ten seconds later, 
And then even after the game, I couldn't calm down because it was just one, like one of those things where you're like you're still yeah, hyped you're... up like an hour later. And I was just I was a basket case. So well, yeah, I mean, you won the Super Bowl, of course you're gonna be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, but like not in a good way. Like I was like still angry, just yeah. like you know, like just the nervous energy. So Parker, I get it, and like and like e- even if it's two teams, I don't give a shit about. Like you know, Bengals and Rams. If I, if I had to, or what was the one? I think it was like Colts and Saints, and I had to go watch with a bunch of people that knew nothing about football. And I was like, this is just, this is hell, you know? And we'll talk about that more when we get around Super Bowl time, I think. But like, yeah, Super Bowls are totally, totally the best week of the NFL is conference championship weekend. Like, because the Super Bowl is a circus. Yeah, I can agree with that fully. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Ohio State, Michigan. It's like, give us your opening statement, Parker, please. All right. First of all, Michigan's a bunch of cheaters. <laughs> I've, I've been saying this for the past eight weeks. Pre-cheating scandal, November 25th is Michigan's day of reckoning. We're sending Jim Harbaugh to the NFL, a loser. Well, I guess now we're not. We're sending this crybaby out a loser. Yeah. I fucking yeah. love this kid. Yeah, can you... Can you uh, let everyone know your thoughts on that because, like, uh, Tori and I were talking about it last episode. Like, Jim, Jim Harbaugh's died twice in the eyes of Michigan just this season. Like, that, that's how they've reacted. Like, well, they better get ready for when he takes the Chicago Bears job. <laughs> he's at the very least, he's been imprisoned in their eyes. <laughs> free, free Harbaugh as if, as if like some uh incarceration has taken place. Oh, yeah, throwing the fours up on the first yeah, play yeah. of the season. It's like, so like, cheesy. <laughs> it's oh so cheesy. It's so, I mean, like, I, I can respect it a little bit, but the fact that it's them, I just, it makes my skin crawl. No, it's it's okay. You can shit on it because, like, we're, you know, because we're not Ohio State fans. We're both like, this is weird. Yeah, like, and then it got, it got more cheesy. It's the perfect word. It got more cheesy when it when Jim Harbaugh started talking about we fence <laughs> midway through the we, year. It's just been a weird year up there in oh, Ann Harbor. Oh, oh, and then Jim gets in front of a mic on Monday this week. No, he, his, he has been, like. He is selling like comedy shows at this point. His press conferences <laughs> this week have been electric. To, They've been be must-watch television. To, like total transparency here. Do not hate Jim Harbaugh. I actually kind of like Jim Harbaugh. If it wasn't for the fact that he was the Michigan head coach, I I would run through a wall for the man. But the fact that he is the head coach of that team up north, I I cannot like root for him now. We'll root for him when he's coaching Justin Fields to a Super Bowl. This is interesting because like you know like. I think even when I was your guys' age, I, I felt the same way about the Cowboys. Now I don't really give a shit. Like, like, like I can respect Micah Parsons or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know, being an Eagles fan, I hated the Cowboys, you know? Like, again, I've said it before. Like, it's crazy for me to say, like, you know what? I respect Dion. I like Dion. I like what he's doing in Colorado. You know what I mean? Um, you know. I maybe. think there's a much more deep, deeply rooted hatred and respect for ro- rivalries when it comes to college football in general. And then I think... Midwestern football and like Southern football. I think that's something like two people that grew up in from New England might not understand as much. I guess. I don't know, man. I was a football fanatic, though. I mean, like maybe just like my. I don't know. I I just learned to no, gain sure, a respect like, for every for every team. Not to mention, you know what really happened? It was like it was the Michael Vick era being an Eagles fan, and it was like, ah, oh, this is like this is hard. This is hard to go through. You know what I mean? Like. Like it, it became hard to root for the Eagles between him, Riley Cooper, like the fucking um, the quote unquote dream team, uh, like the, you know the guy Andy. You, what you, you did the head, you did the head tilt? You don't remember what I'm talking about? No, no. Nah, the Eagles were like prohibitive Super Bowl favorites after one off season. They sang uh, Namdi Asamoah 
Vince Young was their backup quarterback because Michael Vick was the starter. Basically, that team got Andy Reid fired, um, and uh, they went like eight and eight. Namdi Asamoah was like the shutdown corner. Uh, he was like the you know he was Darrell Revis, you know. And then they completely used him wrong. And yeah, they went eight and eight and completely disappointed. And Andy Reid was out the next year. Well, Kansas City must be happy about that one. Yeah, it, it worked out for them for sure. And, and for him, it worked out for him. It, it worked out for I'd say Patrick Mahomes. Like who knows how you know? It's one of those butterfly effect things, you know. But um, where the hell was I going with that? It's just like yeah, there was a there was a tough period of being an Eagles fan, and I don't I don't I guess I don't care enough about other sports now. Hating the Canadians. Uh, with being a Bruins fan is is big, and that'll never go away. Yeah. So, um, getting back to the Michigan thing, Jim Harbaugh. Sorry, okay. Jim Harbaugh. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, Jim Harbaugh, only person in that program, <laughs> that state, like, that even, like, thinks of Michigan as, like, a football team, only person I can stand. Everyone else can get fucked. I hate Does Michigan. that include Tom Brady? So, okay. So, I had to live with this for, like, 20 years. <laughs> I had to swallow that pill. Because I did love Tom Brady. Uh, I do love Tom Brady. I did love the Patriots. But Ohio State's my team. I swallowed the pill. I rooted for Tom Brady, even though he was a Michigan man. And the thing that, like, I can... That gets me through it, they didn't even want him. Like, they tried to run him out as, as many times as they possibly could. And Tom Brady, just being the dog that he is... Like found a way to get back on that field, but like Michigan wanted nothing to do with them. Like, also he didn't win a national championship there. So that's your that's your like caveat. It's like okay, if they if Tom Brady had won a national championship his senior year, and then he he still did what he did in New England, how would you have felt? I'd still root for him. I mean, uh, I'm just saying like the fact that they didn't want him makes it easier. Makes it a lot easier for me. Also, Tom Brady is like, other than Tiger Woods, probably my favorite athlete. Ever. Um, so Tom Brady's your favorite athlete because Tiger Woods isn't an athlete. Um, golf is a sport. No, absolutely not. Oh, oh. You know that? So, Parker, I, I don't know if you listened to that episode. We we, we did the, uh, you know you know that meme where it's like, uh, are you a veg or, you know, where do you draw the line? Because vegetarians are like, you know, all animals are cute or whatever. And then, so for me, I draw that line, you know, golf is like on just on the opposite side. Uh, ju- just on the opposite side of baseball, it's it's the difference between okay. like pig and horse for me. Like you I know can, what I mean. I can respect it. Um, other than the <laughs> fact that like Tiger Woods truly made golf like golfers into athletes. Like that man, like worked out like as hard as some NFL players. Like he put the bo- like he put the work in on his body. He was the first golfer to do that. Like look at the golfers now. Like Brooks Kepka. He is an absolute unit. Bryson DeChambeau, absolute unit. Like absolute th- tool. No, no. I, I listen. <laughs> this is not me being like, oh, Bryson DeChambeau, I love you, but like he's a big boy. He, I think, is like club head speeds like 180. Like he drives the ball far. I mean, it sounds and t- and t- sounds pretty cool. I don't know what my club head speed is. Tiger Revolution. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. I was getting into like golf weird things. I mean, it depends on the girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but like Tiger made golfers better athletes, and but I digress. I hate Michigan. Fuck Michigan. Fuck that whole state. Let I me, don't give a damn about the whole. Uh, state allow Michigan. me to uh, like uh, pull back some of the curtains here. So 
for those of you who aren't aware and don't have an Ohio State fan in your life, um, You're welcome. Parker doesn't use the letter M come Michigan week. And he's actually started it a few days early. Uh, after last week's win over, who'd you guys play last week? Uh-oh, he doesn't even know. It wasn't Minnesota. You got Minnesota this week. No, we got Minnesota this week. Who the, who the fuck was it? Or it, Regardless, it was after no, no, I misspoke. It was, it, was against, it was after Michigan's game against Penn State. Um, oh, Michigan State. We played Michigan State. We played Michigan week. State. Yeah, there you go. He stopped using the M in the text. He uses the, the X emoji, the red X emoji instead of M's because people in Ohio, I, I think you heard it earlier, he said that team up north. They don't say the. They don't say Michigan during Michigan Week, and uh, they don't use the letter I'm, M. I'm, I'm removing the M's from our outline right now, <laughs> so we don't offend our guest. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I do it more as a joke with Mike. Like I don't actually do it. I I think it is a little corny, but like I think like. Dude, whatever gets people up for the game, I, I'm like I do I'm kind of like that team up north though. Like you don't like well, you don't have enough respect for me to say your name. Well, that's yeah. all thanks to. The prophet that is Woody. Wayne Woodrow Hayes. Woody Hayes, yeah. That man. I mean, what do you think? So, side note, what do you think would happen if a head if a head coach punched an opponent player on the sidelines in 2023? Oh Just dear, like, dear sucker Lord. punched him as he came over statues. to statues. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that that's the kind of thing that gets your statue ripped down. I think. That's like, the, I think he would probably leave in handcuffs. No. Like, oh, for sure. I like, mean, we. To yeah. be fair, like he was escorted, like. After the game, like he flew on the jet, but like he was escorted home by the Ohio State police. I'll tell you, man, that was more for protection than than consequence. To so. be fair, I think whoever decided to fire him probably needed the protection because that. <laughs> ma- I mean, like he's still revered as a god in in, in the town See, in the area. I, I'm telling you, man, like this is what this is part of the self hate of being in the media. You know what I mean? Because it's our job to cover things like that, right? And back then, like. The only people that had a football game on were were men that like, or, you know, maybe maybe some women too, but basically people that really wanted to watch football. And now you're just inundated with it with all these people that don't give a shit about football, but they want something to be outraged about. So yeah, you know, like a Woody Hayes. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. You know what I'm saying? No, man. There's just too I much. Never thought of it that way. There's yeah. too much coverage, and it's our job to do it, so it sucks. You know what I mean? But like, so it's there's a little bit of self hate going on there, you know. But uh. Okay, what, what does this mean? National championship, only two groups of teams can win. We, you, that, that was your note, right, Parker? Yeah, that's my note. So there, I, in college football, I think there's only two groups of teams that can win. It's the winner of the SEC, so Alabama and Georgia, and the winner of Ohio State, Michigan, only if Harbaugh's back for the playoffs, which from all indications it looks like it will. Yeah, everything that's been said is just regular season, regular season. Right. That's it, it, well, that's only the Big Ten, though, so the NCAA can maybe come in and like oh, you know how the really NCAA, level them. The NCAA came in today and they said, James Madison, no, you can't play in your conference championship. Wait, did they really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, like all the, what is it? They're like all teams are on a two-year probationary period when they yeah. first come in. And you want to know why so they're on stupid. a two-year probation period? Because as they're leveling up from Division Two to Division One, that first year, they still play a Division Two schedule, but they're a Division One team. James Madison, and played a Division One schedule from day one. Did they go undefeated last year? Division One or, or just FCS? I don't. G- did James Madison come up from D two or from one, or from FCS? Oh, F- FCS. It was FCS. Okay, yeah, yeah, because they played UNH. But excuse me, but they were they didn't play an FCS schedule. They played 
Yeah, they, they played. Yeah, they, they, they played Virginia this year, yeah, didn't they? And, yeah, and like, last year too. They, it was it was an FBS schedule. They, they might played, have had an FCS team, but I mean, like SEC has FCS. Te- this is this is SEC Cupcake Week, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They, well, to be fair to the SEC, they have some pretty good games this week. But historically speaking, the the week before Rivalry Week is always okay. But y- you look around the country. There's there's you know Power Five programs in every conference that are playing FCS teams this week. So, like, one game is, is you know, that's acceptable. Usually it's early. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, the NCAA just fucking sucks. I mean, we're not breaking any news here. No, and no, we're really not. I mean, they're, they're just – and they're useless. The, I mean, at this point, what what purpose do they even serve The con- that the conferences can't do for themselves? I mean, yeah. the conference – the NCAA is going to become more and more irrelevant over time, and and I think that I think they understand that, and I think they're just they're getting their final punches. No, like, yeah, it's, yeah, 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 it's literally look at us. Their yeah, last two punches in yeah. with James Madison and Jim Harbaugh, and uh, stupid was it Des Walker, the UNC? Oh, Tez Walker, Tez yeah, yeah. Walker, yep. Yeah, just dumb. But anyway, so yeah, you only think SEC and and Michigan, Ohio State, huh? You don't think you're not a believer in the Pac-12? I, Washington's got to be in the conversation still, right? Offensively wise, like they are a great team, but defense, like they're not. And this is more especially for like a team like Ohio State or a team like Georgia. Like I know Ohio State hasn't been like the strongest when it comes offensively this year, but that defense isn't going to be able to stop Marvin Harrison Jr. They're not going to be able to stop the Roma Travion Henderson. Um, maybe slow it down, maybe. But like I don't see that. I and I think the Ohio State defense, the Georgia defense, the Alabama defense, and the Michigan defense all could slow or halt the Washington offense to the point where they're going to have to keep it to like a, a ten a, like you're right. gonna have to hold the other team. To like Let me give points. you the other team in the Pac twelve, Oregon. Okay, so they have a better defense, a better offense. But I just don't more see well-rounded for yeah, sure. Yeah, they are definitely more well-rounded. I think and that's kind of the point that you're touching on: Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, you know, Michigan. I fair like you can definitely counter with that. Is it just the history of? of yeah, Oregon? I think I think it might just be like Oregon's history of like they always get there and then they just find a way to falter. They lay an egg, haha. <laughs> they're ducks. You get it? Yeah, I mean, it might be that, but I also like they are a well-rounded team, but they're not as good like defensively. As the Georgia and then the Michigan's my last one where I think they have a chance is Texas. I mean, they've kind of faltered down the stretch, but I mean Quinier is coming back healthy. I mean, they already beat Bama. Yes, it's week one, but I mean you can definitely come at me with that one. Uh the only thing is is one, like Quinn Ewers last week was his first week back. So how good is he actually gonna be coming back? I um, think I think by the time you're what? Three weeks in, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have three I mean, games under your belt. You're going to be back to. I mean, yeah, he has to prove it now, right? Like yeah, he yeah, can't, he, he can't have another dud and then a conference championship week not show up either. Then, yeah, the committee is definitely going to look at that. But if he, if his trajectory is, you know, looking up a little bit, and he's starting to get healthy, that's a that's a tough one. I don't think you can keep the Pac-12 winner out. You don't like it's. Oh no no! Uh, I'm not saying like keep them out. I'm not saying like those are the four teams that should be in the playoffs. I'm saying those are the four teams I think can win the national title game. Yeah. So Washington's in the playoffs, but you're saying it's going to be a boat race. Or, 40, yeah. 45 to 24. I mean, I could see that too. Um, Especially if they get Georgia. I think Georgia is going to the national championship game. Yeah. Easily, unless they're playing Ohio State, Michigan in the semifinal game, then that's going to be a good game. I'm not saying Ohio State or Michigan is going to win that. Um, but I think that would be a really good game. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Personally, I, I that's what I want the national title game to be. 
is Georgia or Alabama versus Michigan or Ohio State. Um, and oh. If Michigan makes it. I want to I want to touch on the cheating thing real quick because this is just like a uh, the Jimbo Fisher thing is hilarious with with so Texas A and M yeah like and I just saw this thing about the the boosters bringing out the check like oh like, the hundred sixty like, million yeah, dollar check yeah we'll, time. we'll we'll cover it it's all good no worries <laughs> literally everyone thumbs up baby like, oil money drill baby drill <laughs> like yeah I mean everything's bigger in Texas baby um so here's my thing right you got that kind of money. The whole I didn't really give a shit about the sign stealing thing because like Everyone I mean I, I, I said it on previous shows it, it was like like dude do some counter intel like fuck with them a little bit throw up different signs whatever you know what I mean you should care enough about your signs to protect them <laughs> you know what I mean so here's the thing Texas A&M has you know they have such deep pockets that they probably just have better spies who aren't you know dumb enough to get caught. And they probably... Glenn Stallions is not dumb. It's a, I, I don't know, genius. man. I don't know. No, dude. If you if you put your transactions on... What the fuck is it called Venmo. again? On Venmo. <laughs> but you don't know what Venmo is? I know what Venmo is. I just couldn't remember. And, oh, okay, and, okay. I, and I... No, it was a revelation to me that... It's like, like a social media. That it's tool. like... A, yeah, that people actually scroll people's Venmos because they don't have a fucking life. But whatever. Anyway. Whoa. So like, oh, did I? Did I hit something? Is Parker a Venmo scroller? <laughs> no, I'm not a scroller, but like, but like, I'll do like funny things, like, oh for yeah, comment, yeah, yeah, in hopes that people so, do like go and so read when, it. So when somebody's stalking, you know, yeah. Okay, but if you're doing something illegal, uh, you know, at least in football terms, then yeah, your shit shouldn't be public. So y you can't call him a genius. Hand up. No, I was wasn't joke. wasn't dumb enough. Too expensive to Michigan, though. Hell yeah! I mean, you did not expensive. <laughs> yeah, there were Michigan fans <laughs> celebrating the fact that like there were no report, like expense reports with like the payments. It's so funny. All right, so we're but we're getting outside of my point, right? So Texas A and M with these deep pockets, basically the excuse me, Jesus, the argument that you made to me a couple weeks ago was that it's a competitive balance thing, right? Like some teams can afford to send advanced scouts and everything like that, and some can't. So, so Texas A&M can afford to buy out a coach for $77 million and then hire a new coach. <laughs> it's a, so my, my problem is, like, so, so one is cheating and one isn't, Parker. So, like, um, I don't know, man. I just got to say, I think there's a case to be made that, like, who really gives a shit about the advanced scouting thing? Oh, that's all, everyone that's, should have an oil tycoon in their booster <laughs> club. I, I don't know, man. To or, be fair, like, I'm pretty sure Michigan's boosters are maybe not a $160 million check at halftime big, but, like, they have a huge... No, that's my point, though. But, no, but he's saying protect the little guy, protect the James Madison that can't pay for an advanced scout until you know 10 years well, from now and is, i'm, and I'm sure they can but saying or is that like what like, well no the, that's, that's just what like the, the rule is like based off of yeah like I'm, until, I'm just saying the i was just until yeah yeah no yeah, you're yeah, yeah. you're not saying you even yeah. believe that but i'm saying you're like so really but my that's my case though is like okay so who gives a shit about the advanced scouting oh, like you should do a better job protecting your signs i agree yeah so to be fair i hate michigan i've thought this whole thing has just been more funny then like let's let's yeah like, you're just, yeah okay let's, okay let's form a witch hunt over there. I mean like this is gonna drive Jim Harbaugh out of Michigan and out of the, out of college ranks, and I think that's like I think it's stupid as hell. <laughs> I love I love to hate Jim Harbaugh. He's so funny. He is so funny, so dude. Have you have you heard his press conferences this week? He's like he gets up there on the mic. He goes, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a you know 
had to clear my throat. I'm not sick. Doctor told me I had some some kind of virus, but I'm not <laughs> sick. I got a I got a workout in this morning. Thank you, Coach. Got a workout in. I'm an iron wall. Virus is bounced yes, off. I, <laughs> yes. And then and then after that, he called Michigan. This is this is where I will go on my Michigan rant right here. He called Michigan America's team. First of all, I hate Dallas. I hate the Dallas Cowboys. The whole America's team thing is is stupid as hell to me. But there is no way, shape, or form that the Michigan Wolverines are America's team. First of all, they haven't been relevant in forever. No, I mean, like the so past hey, two years, hang like on, the Cowboys. Uh, well, I was well, just gonna say, no. There's a case to be made here because I think a lot of people would say America's been in decline since the nineties. <laughs> oh well, Michigan has been in decline since, uh, you know. 1940s they haven't they haven't won a sole national title for a program that builds them up to be like the greatest thing ever haven't won a sole national title since 1948 hmm. they won a shared national title in 1997 where um i think it was I think they shared it with Colorado or Tennessee. I forget. Again, though, we haven't you know decided. Ah, no, we won Desert Storm in the 90s. Yeah, but you know most of our wars were kind of draws. Probably, I mean, this is coming from a Marine veteran here. I'm just looking at it objectively. We've we've, and again, that's the media's fault too. No, the media the media gets involved and gets people all bummed out about the war. Like like, oh, I don't want to be in Vietnam anymore. Like that's what happened. We would have we would have been okay eventually. That's what happened. Afghanistan, same shit. Well, I mean, to be fair, no one wins war. It's like, well, rich people win war. Okay, fine, but like <laughs> like countries, like citizens. They don't win wars. No, no, no. Poor, war is rich people telling poor people to go kill other poor people. But, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, but no, I, so. Didn't see this on our bingo card. So. Right, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, no, it's okay. But Michigan football, like, they think they're all high and mighty. And, like, this has come from an Ohio State fan. I know we're annoying. I know we're arrogant. I know we're assholes. Like, I know no one wants to hear from us. The whole <laughs> OHIO thing. Like, that gets people just like irritated pissed off i don't give a fuck but like i hate michigan and the fact like the fact that they can even try to play victim here is preposterous to me like no they're the new york yankees the dallas cowboys like their fans are the most arrogant fucking assholes in the fucking world and i fucking hate them no and then like i i get it like i i just can't stand them like i know we're annoying like, I'll be the first to tell you. Like, I took Mike to an Ohio State game. I literally warned him. I was like, bro, we're, you're in for a treat here. And, like, we're a different breed of humans, but, so like, they're, I got, like... I got kicked out of my seat before a uh, game started. <laughs> 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 okay, so, like, compare, compare it to, like, going to a Red Sox game. Like, it, I mean, because Red Sox fans are assholes. Red Sox fans are assholes. Uh, Red Sox fans aren't, you know, uh, pre-gaming at 6 in the morning, though. Mm, okay. Mm, some big, well, maybe oh, not yeah. all. Yeah, uh, those those are the ones that are, the you big, can call have problems, right? I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Big Ten, like the Big Ten schools and like the SEC schools, like a tailgate for them is like something like you'll never see out here or anywhere else. Right. It's it's a it's incredible. it's it's hard to compare because it was uh, it was actually Ohio State, Penn State. It was uh, college day. game day was there. Uh, big noon kickoff. Big noon kickoff with, was there with was Big Daddy Herbs, <laughs> Urban Meyer for all the listeners. Uh, Urban Meyer. Hey, uh, hey, 
watch your mouth, first of all. When it, when it comes to college football... Was he finagling any co-eds that, that day or what? Hey, there were no fingers and keisters that day, okay? <laughs> but, like... What schools? Oh, Michigan State. Michigan State wanted him. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And like his representatives immediately shut it down, which is laughable. Dude, I'm telling you. Even I mean, when was when was the last time he coached in college? Like six, seven years ago. 2018. So yeah, okay, yeah, so we the year we went was Ryan Day's first like full year. Dude, so much has changed even since then. I don't think Urban Meyer's coming into a into a program year one and do and with any success. He, his his coaching not, style probably not year one, but year no, no. Two. But I mean, no, I mean, like I don't think his coaching style can succeed anymore. I, I it's, think it's it, just I like Belichick. It no, I think it will. I I disagree because college football is headed more like college football is going to be more and more like the pros with all this NIL stuff, and the egos are just going to get bigger and bigger. And and fair. It also depends on where he goes because if he went to Texas A and M, I think. That is scary. Also, yeah, Texas A and M. Texas A and M is like trying to talk themselves into like going after like Dion. Wouldn't Texas A and M would be even worse though? Because like, I mean, you, you, we just said on the last show like that recruiting class was enormous. So again, enormous egos. Like yeah, fair, but I also think like Urban Meyer is a way better coach than Jimbo Fisher. I think history has shown that to be true in college. It's not. It's it's about managing personalities. It's not just X's and O's. To it's be fair, though, how like, you deal with the Jimmys and Joes, man. Yeah, but I'll, so if you know Jimbo clearly didn't manage personalities too well. Oh yeah, I mean I'm not saying I'm not saying that Jimbo did well. I just I I don't think Urban Meyer would do well in, in the college ranks unless he's a changed man. You know, but I think there has to be a certain type of player that I mean, there's players that choose to play for Nick Saban. I know, they, but they up, yeah, but Nick Saban's entrenched at Alabama. You know what I mean? Like it's different. Like yeah, for, but, for a guy like Urban, like if Nick Saban had to change jobs right now, I don't think it would go well for him either. I think it's. Oh, see, I think no, you're wrong. I think that's no. where it's the uh, the name. Like this guy is going to get me to the league. I know that he's going to. You know, I think there'll be people that get kicked out and you know fail, obviously. But I think it'll be more of this is my ticket to the NFL. He's proven that if I if. I can succeed under, you know, Nick Saban, or if I can succeed under uh, Urban Meyer, then I'm going to the NFL. I get, I, what think- you're, I get what you're saying to a point, but also those guys are the guys that lose depth because, like, those are the guys that you're not going to be able to hang on to the twos and threes that are, are solid players because they're like, I'm not going to put up sure with this shit to stay here. And that's, you know, that's more of the transfer portal. I agree with you there. I, I agree. Like, the transfer portal does change a lot. But when it comes to like a school like Texas A&M, where we saw the hundred sixty million dollar check, like they have the money to back everything there, like they'll keep the guys there that that need to stay there, and Urban will make sure of it. He'll get really good coaches, and he's won at every level he's been at. He won at Bowling Green, he won at Utah, then he won at Florida, and he won at Ohio State. And like I know that like times have changed, but like times also changed between like two thousand two and two thousand fourteen, whenever he won his last championship. Like I'm not saying he's gonna like go down as the greatest coach ever, but like I think he he'll get the players to play for him. Like his coaching style is crazy, but like the players buy in, and if the players besides the kickers, well yeah, well fuck kickers. <laughs> well no, besides anyone in the NFL, <laughs> okay. like who the fuck are you? No, no, I mean like listen, like I I didn't think he was gonna succeed in the NFL. I was hoping he did. Was I shocked he got fired after a year? Absolutely not. Not even. He's he no no exactly. Like, I think it was like Nine? fourteen Thir- games. 14, 14, 14 yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a hell of a coach. Um, especially when it comes to the college ranks. I, I'm not I'm not saying like you should go to Texas A and M, but like if a team like Texas A and M were to throw money at him, 
Like, so, I think they'll be better for it. So you, you said one thing there. Like, do you think, I, I guess I don't really know this, NIL, NIL money, are they throwing it at twos and threes and being like, hey, your time is coming in a year or two? I gotta admit, I don't hundred percent understand how it works because, like, at, at first, I it was they can be paid for the name, image, and likeness, but I thought you had to be good for that because. Nope. So it's just the schools can basically just pay them out so, of out of the schools. So basically, funding. what's going on is like every school has this thing called the NIL Collective. Some schools have a bigger one, like um, like A and M, like uh, Bama has a bigger one. Ohio State's is actually historic. Like it has not been big. I think it's like every like two weeks, there's like a new story that comes out that like we need we need more money to get these guys. People which, in Columbus, which have I hair also, on fire. which could be just a lie that they're trying to get the crazy fans out there to put money. I have thought about it myself before. <laughs> um, I mean, like it's like five dollars a month. Like that's something I can afford to lose. And like if it means we get a big top player, hey, a uh, little girl with cancer, Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, anytime I like, anytime I, like I go somewhere and they like ask me to donate for like St. Jude's, like I always do that. So. I don't donate to shit because I don't trust where my money's going. You know what? Fair but enough. I, but I'm a bad person. I, I, I admit it. I'm, I can't look at a bald like a bald baby and like they say it has cancer and I'm like, oh yeah, no, you're not getting my money. Like it's like <laughs> liar. <laughs> like seven cents. Oh, okay, I can throw that your way. Like I mean, like it's terrible to say, but like. Oh, but, man. I mean, but yeah, so like, so what they do is they have the collective and they trickle it down. So, yes, like they can pick and choose like where it goes. Also, like the players can sign their own deals. But um, I mean, if you're telling me like, like the players that go to Alabama, like historically, a lot of them have to wait like two, three years and then they get that playing time and then they go to the NFL and they get that like that big, big paycheck. Alabama gives them a little bit on the side. They stay a little bit longer, and then they take over. I mean, I think uh, Damien Harris was a really good example of it. He um he sat behind, like, I think it was uh, Henry. Henry, right? Yeah, I think he sat behind Henry. And then there was a back between Henry and Harris, and he didn't get any playing time after Henry left. It was two years after Henry left that, like, Damien Harris finally got his, like, chance. I yeah, the Bama, the Bama running backs have been crazy. I mean, I, I saw that 2014 room the other day on social media. It's like, who was it? Was it Henry? Oh, yeah. T- Ohio State TJ beat, Yeldon. Ohio State beat TJ Yeldon. Was it was Kamara on that team? Uh, I think Kamara had left. I think Kamara was in Tennessee already. Okay. Ingram was the year before Henry graduated? Ingram, yeah, it was Ingram, just like, Ingram was, was uh, 2009 was when he graduated. Then I forget the running back between... Henry and um, yeah, I'm looking it up. You guys talk. Henry and Harris and in Ingram. Oh, and Ingram. But, but yeah. I mean that that running back room has always been loaded. Was it? Who, wait, was it Trent Richardson? Oh, I think it might was. be Richardson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what? Don't forget about Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Oh, later. Did, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, Najee think, Harris was a a stud there. Yeah, he was. I, he actually might be the only Alabama player like I liked in college. He yeah. just seemed like a down-to-earth guy. His story's incredible, actually. Dude, he was like sti- homeless in high school. I still yeah, think the Steelers crazy. are wasting him. Like, like, he, he's that was they they it's, drafted it's, him in the first round, and then they gave him like eight carries a game. Like, it's what tough you, to say that though, when with how Jalen Warren's been running though. Yeah, but know? it might be a style thing too. I mean, dude, Najee was good his first year, and then he like was, and then, was. but they were throwing it to him like fourteen times a game out of the backfield. And but then, you know who else was good his first year? 
Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Um, yeah, talk, yeah, talking just Alabama backfield period, right? Yeah. Um, fuck Mac Jones. All right, yeah, yeah, fuck Mac Jones. Yeah, um, fuck Mac Jones. I'm with you guys. Uh, all right, Third Stringer, right? Third Stringer. All right, we had to get Ohio State out of Parker's system, or he wouldn't talk about anything else. So we, we had to lead with that. <laughs> right. uh, we just we did mention Beantown about five minutes ago. So um, you guys want to talk Celtics? You think the Celtics are? You think they're back? Even I mean, they you know they never really left. But is this the year, guys? Is this the year the Celtics finally get it done? If uh, big caveat, if they stay healthy, if they're if their main six stay healthy, which is a lot to ask with. That Chris, is a big with, if. With Chris Dobbs, yeah, that's, you know, injury. that's my only if. Uh, it's not the six. And I, is if Chris Dobbs Porzingis can play sixty-five games this regular season, and then like stay healthy and play in the playoffs. Banner eighteen is going up this year. I don't think you. I don't think you can do it without JB JT. Oh no no no! Oh, my, okay, my bad. And Al's going to play a huge part, like Fair. we saw last night with him shutting down Embiid. Uh, Five blocks, right? Season low Those, twenty points. He only. Attempted four free, four free throws. Al's defense last night was absurd. Al Horford is Joel Embiid's father, and that's <laughs> it's it's crazy because Al is like forty seven years old at this point. And then Jason Tatum's the stepdaddy. Like, yeah, he is starting to just slap around the 76ers like it's nobody's. And business. then Derek White is a is a girl dad or a boy dad now. I dad, don't know. A, a boy dad. Yeah, so I mean he he's bald dad and he's strength. playing well. Um, the Celtics look really good. I mean they look fluent. I I can't believe how fluent they look this early in the season. We're 11 games in now. Yeah, I mean, and just look at what um, the Bucks are doing right now. Like, I mean, I know Dame's, like, not played, like, two or three games. Yeah, he just but came even back. But when, when, even whenever he plays, like, they're not gelling as much as the Celtics are. Um, Which you can't blame them. I mean, no, that, no, that I mean, it's, it's, it's See, I, I don't... I, th- I think the... I think the Sixers, with, with their new lineup... And and the Bucks especially, because you saw this with the Heat when um and yeah it did take oh, a year oh I need to get but, to this well it, no and I just think that you're gonna see them figure things out a little bit more because the Heat did figure things out when you know when it was the big three LeBron and uh, and Bosh and Wade they figured things out over the year and then they became you know pretty close to unstoppable obviously they well, won the championship they were their first year. That year by the no Dallas they were stopped Mavericks. that year they were stopped that year they ran into they ran into dirk but then you know they but then they won a couple not as many as they should have based not on three, talent not four not, not five, five. Yeah, not definitely. six not seven <laughs> uh, that'll never get old um but, but yeah, I mean, no, Drew, I, Drew holiday has been efficient um i guess you know i've i've always respected drew holiday's game um I guess I just thought Marcus Smart was a better like offensive player than he than he actually was. I think he's averaging his career high right now. It's like thirteen point seven. Wait, for, Marcus is? Yeah, dude. I tried to tell you he jacks it. Like it, for him to stay engaged in the game, he and had I love to keep, Marcus. I love Marcus Smart. Don't see, get me wrong. I, yeah, I, I Marcus don't. Smart. I, I'm not a Marcus Smart guy. But and, Drew uh, Holiday is the perfect glue guy in mm-hmm. that system. He's not going to jack up his shots. He he. Pl- I mean. We kind of buried the lead here. The Celtics just beat the Sixers without JB yeah. and KP. KP, yeah. I mean, their their bench guys were just and like the whole start, the whole narrative to the first ten games of the season is all oh, the Celtics bench can't score. Well, the the Celtics starters were just scoring hundred points a game, so that doesn't leave a lot for the bench to score when 
they're being that productive. I think Sam Hauser is like averaging like 15 points a game. He just can't miss uh, beyond that that you know three point line. Uh, pretty crazy. And uh, just guys that like hand up don't really know their names. We're, we're playing well yeah, and, and playing no. hard last night. Um, forty five. What's his name? Yeah, that's a perfect number for a guy that you don't know his name. You know, I I I mean, like he had just a hustle. He was, guy. He was really good on defense. Um, yeah, and his hustle, hustle was guy. great. Offense leaves a little bit more to be desired, but like I'll take the heart and the hustle. Yeah, and then like you know Pritchard getting more minutes and Fast and being PP. effective. You know, like those those seven eight guys. Same forty five on the Celtics. Yeah. Mm. Oh, then never mind. It's like oh, uh, Banton. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yep. Um, I, I I heard this from Doc Rivers last night, and I thought it was interesting because uh, well, last night was in the end season tournament game for the Celtics, but uh, you know, wait, it was no, it was oh, not. Okay. But but with that in mind, you know, we're in that we're in that period right now. Doc was like, he was talking. I think Bill Simmons asked him, "How would you coach like if you're in that finals game, you know, to get a bonus for?" for the in-season tournament would you like deploy your playoff rotation would you cut your rotation down to six maybe seven guys at most because doc doc always talked about trust eight lean on seven play six like kind of i think when the celtics won in 28 2008 he played eight but he called that an exception that could fuck with teams chemistry like in the regular season like a guy like peyton pritchard who's getting minutes you so, know, after so wait, not liking f- his role last year, and then you you go into the uh, you know the end season tournament. Yeah, the championship game, and then Pritchard gets cut down to like four or five minutes, and then you're like, okay, Pritchard, go back and play. Um, I think it could. It, I think it depends on the player. You're just fodder. You're I, ju- you're just cannon fodder for so to eat up minutes. I guess for, for I guess it depends starters. on the player, really. Yeah, I guess it does. Doc was saying he's like, I I personally would do it. He said, "Yeah, that's, that's motivation." I he, mean, to be fair, like he told the story. It should be, you, dude. That's a mental makeup thing. That's like that's like talking about, you know, um, you know, oh, don't fuck with his confidence with the the rookie quarterback in the NFL, right? GTR. So it's like, dude, if you're if you're the guy, then you'll fi- you'll find a way. Tori, you'll appreciate this. So he talked. He went in depth about this in 2009. He he uh, had a meeting with the Celtics, and he was like, "Guys, listen, I have seven. I need an eighth. Who is it going to be?" Let me know. And he, told, he said, Tony Allen would not let Marquise Daniels practice for the rest of the year. He wouldn't <laughs> let him practice. He'd be on him all 94 feet for the entire season. And Doc was like, all right, Tony, you're my guy. Like, you're, you know, you're getting the minutes. You're I earning them. And, dude, I, I, lo- I love shit like that, especially in the NBA where, they, where it's hard. I mean, good for Doc getting that out of an NBA player because they're all such – Fucking divas, you know what and I mean? And then James Harden just has him fired. And then James Harden's like, I don't want to play system. here. He is the system. I am a system. <laughs> Sounding like Jay-Z over here. I'm not a businessman. I'm the businessman. Nice. Nice pull, Parker. There you go. But yeah, the Celtics look very good. The Celtics are the balls. The Celtics are the balls. All right. Obviously, as a Boston, you know, Boston sports fan, other than for football, you know, I'm pulling for the Celtics, too. I... To me, it's it's uh, addition by subtraction, getting smart out of there. Honestly, okay, especially with that's it. crazy, dude. Holiday is better and a better team fit. No, no, no. And I he's agree. gonna let and he's gonna let Tatum and Brown be Tatum and Brown instead of need to get his touches. Okay, so I actually fully agree with this take because when we first got rid of Marcus, I was a little butt hurt. But the more and more I thought about it, 
Who would always take the final shots for the Celtics? Dude, he's exactly. He shot way too much, and especially at the end of the game. That's what I'm saying. I, I I defend him for that to this day because they were open looks, and I will. I'll oh no, no, them. I'm not saying they're bad looks. Yeah, but when you were, yeah, but you were when you were a 33 percent shooter. No, no, and and Tatum. Here's the thing: is if Tatum the, because Smart was a few years older and was kind of an emotional leader on the team and everything like that. I think Tatum was just never able to totally push him aside and say, no, it's my fucking ball at the end of the game. And if you're if you're a number one in the NBA, you have to be a dick. And so maybe now Tatum can grow into that role of you're, being a dick. So you're saying Jason Tatum was just too nice of a guy. Yeah, I think maybe. I, I, okay. I, I can live with that narrative. So I actually kind of agree with him wholeheartedly here. As I said, I didn't like that Marcus was taking the final shots, even though they were good looks, which I totally agree with. But like when it comes down to it, you need your best player to be a dog. No, yeah. you want. And, and no, you, that's 100%. what you want. Like, I'm not gonna say I want Marcus Smart taking it over Jason Tatum. Look, I don't want. I don't want to like compare him against the all-time greats. But Michael Jordan, dick. Kobe, Kobe, Dick. Okay, Shaq, so this Dick. Is my thing. You know what I mean? Is like, is like Tatum says his like favorite basketball player of all time is Kobe. Game sevens, he wears the Kobe band. Like he sends a text message to like oh, Kobe's. God. Fucking phone when he's dead, yeah. like R.I.P. Co- like Kobe Bean Bryant. Yeah, sorry, I, I meant that in the most uh, complimentary I, way possible to I, Kobe. By the way, no, no, like, I got you. The oh god was the the text message where yeah. he just puts up a dud. Uh, yeah, yeah, he <laughs> oh, sends yeah, it yeah, yeah. playing for you or whatever, and then he just doesn't play well. See, I, I am really interested to see what happens with Tatum because I've been very critical of Tatum. I, I mean, all last playoffs, like, but you know, when Mawson and I were like, like, we should, we should, we should do a fucking show about this kind of stuff because I was talking a lot of shit about Tatum. And I was like, he doesn't step up. Like, you can't score eight points in a in a what a, uh, an elimination game, right? I mean, how many he was Wait, under what twenty? El- what elimination game was that against the Heat? Because I mean, he rolled his ankle. I don't think he scored in that game though. Um, yeah, no, I think he scored like five in that game. But no, he had multiple games well under twenty, and I think he had a couple under ten in the playoffs. And I was like, if 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 you're if you're the anointed one, if you're a top five player in the NBA, you can't be doing that shit in the playoffs. I mean, there were definitely games where he wasn't like impressive. Are you looking it up, Mike? Yeah. Um, yeah. And but there was that game where he was a he played terribly for the first three quarters, and he comes out and he goes off in the fourth. And that's that's the game he said I'm humbly one of the best players in the league, and then the next yeah, game I, he dropped his nutsack on the whole city of Philadelphia. Yeah, what? Well, no, he, he scored. Did, he, did he score fifty or or it was 50, high forties at the very least? No, he one scored fifty one points in Game Seven against Philadelphia to send their sorry ass franchise home. <laughs> but uh, I mean, no, I mean, like I agree. Like there are times where Tatum, like I, I, I want him to be more aggressive. But like, well, and, and here's the thing though about that, uh, Parker is. There was also an element of the, the the Celtics needed to close. Like like you have a couple of older players. You you had a Horford last year that need obviously needed the rest going into the Heat series, and to let the Sixers stick around for seven was a loss in itself. No, no, I agree. You know what uh, I mean? I, no, no, like um, I totally agree. That it 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 wasn't a, it wasn't a good playoff run for the Celtics last year. I think us adding Drew Holiday and getting Kristaps Porzingis definitely changes a lot. For sure, I, but I, I, I also just am really interested to see if the dynamic changes with without Marcus Smart in that locker room now. So he did score seven game two against Philly. That's the game where he had seven uh, elimination games last playoffs. Tatum went for, let's see, uh, that's rebounds. 
I mean, you can take the Heat game out of this because he rolled his ankle very first. 30, 30 against Atlanta, but that was, what, a game five? Is yeah. It, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, and then he 51. went 51. Yep, you're right. And then 14 in, in the elimination game against the Heat. He scored 14 in that game? Yeah. Yes, sir. I quite literally thought he scored nothing in that game. And there's been games where he had, like, 13 points, and then people would be like, yeah, but he had 13 assists. And I'm like, dude, that's not, that's not his role. You know what I mean? Like, he needs to be the scorer. Like, uh, Jalen Brown's on. He doesn't need to be the scorer. No, can, man. He can defer. No, he, no, can, no. he can be the 1B in certain circumstances. Yeah, if, if, if JB is on and, like, Tatum can give you, like, 20 points and JB's, I think, dude, JB's I think going off for 30, Tatum's that, that, the better that's not bad. Tatum's the better facil- facilitator versus... Sure, Jay but I, I'm telling you, man, if you're having that conversation... <laughs> This has happened before. This has happened before. Oh, I might, I might have him up too. <laughs> oh, should I get going on this? Highlight reel. Let's pull up Tavon Austin, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, we got to move on from the Celtics, guys. We uh, we uh, we have a sponsor to keep happy, and we're at forty-eight minutes. We gotta we gotta cut it on. We gotta get it in under two. Um. <laughs> all right. Um. And I don't want to do any editing. So. <laughs> so all right. Um. I didn't do my homework, and uh, it wasn't my fault, teacher. Uh, so here's what happened. What, what happened was, okay, oh, classic. so I got home from the banner, you know, last night, probably like 8.30, 8.39, something like that. I get started on the dispatch. For those of you listening that don't know what the dispatch is, that's the newsletter that Mawson and I both work on that we send out to the kids at boot camp. Um, we're the only direct to, direct to DOD newsletter, of you know, of its kind or whatever. So... Um, and we do this, you know, so Mawson does the sports shit for that. And then I do the rest. And, uh, anyway, so I get to work on that. I fall asleep. I wake up about one o'clock so I can finish it up because deadline 6am. Um, but I finish up at like three 30, you know, like a good, like a good boy. And I'm like, all right, now I'll do my homework. I'll watch the Oklahoma city game. Like, like Mawson said to, and I come to find out that I had never, um, said to record NBA games on either one of my YouTube TV accounts. Well, and, uh, so yeah, I, <laughs> my dog ate it, you know, my dog ate my homework. You yeah. Know? I, I just want you to know my mom is, is really upset with you, <sighs> man. I, I'm disappointing mama Moss and I feel bad. I don't, I'm sorry. Well, there's room to grow. She's, <laughs> she's a, you know, she listens to every episode. So, uh. You know, just be better. She's going to give me a chance to redeem myself. Yeah, and uh, right. Mom, let me just let you know, he did watch a nine-and-a-half-minute recap of the game. And and I am, you know, I'm open to, after, uh, after a highlight reel of Lou Dort and then watching the highlights of them stomping the, the Spurs, which I thoroughly enjoyed them beat on Weminyama's skinny ass. Um, Shit. So, uh, so, well, I mean, not, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying Chet's not, but you know, but, um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the 40 point spanking they put on him. Um, at least when the, by the time the starters were out. And, um, so I am open to the idea of, uh, being a thunder supporter. Okay. I got, um, I got positive feedback for that suggestion from, uh, <laughs> from some basketball friends. They said, you know. You're, you were probably a little off with the Pistons take, but uh, the, <laughs> the OKC one's the right one to go. You know, up and coming, you know, team. Yes, Parker. Parker, Parker, Parker did you listen to this episode? I did. Parker okay. is one of them, but I've gotten multiple, you know. Uh, but no, I mean, OKC is a fun team. Uh, they, they got the pieces. Can we, can, we, can, we, can we just take one minute aside? So, so you agree that, like, that was ridiculous, right? The, the Pistons take? Okay, so 
I'll admit, I it's see, ridiculous. I see <laughs> it's both fun. sides gonna... here. I can, as a, as a basketball, Careful. as a basketball savant, like I can see how Mike would feel about the Pistons, and as someone who is just ground level trying to watch basketball, I can understand how how you feel about the Pistons. Personally, I do lean more towards you. This is a. So you, I, I actually, I respect what he's saying. Because I, see, that's how I, I would almost, I feel that way about myself with football. So I can appreciate even, a, I can appreciate the Bears and Panthers game. Because I'm, you know, I don't want to say football savant, you know what I mean? But like, there's like little, there's a little bit of beauty in every football game. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't feel that way about basketball. I'm a little bit more of a casual fan, right? But I'm trying to be respectful. But I respect winning too, and so I'm like, I can't watch the fucking Pistons. Like, if, if, if you're like, you told okay. me, you told me flat out there was no hope, right? Well, that's kind of so the point like, of a league pass team, though. Is it's not like a team you follow forever. It's someone you're following that year. See, you're this watching. Is a, you guys keep me young. That's a, that's that's what's going and, on because uh, like league league pass team is like a new concept. Yeah, me, so. let me let me alter my my original statements. Basically, what I wanted to say is from this point forward, this uh, Salad Sports is officially an Asura Thompson. Uh, sponsored podca- podcast. I mean, this is a this is a fan page because that man is <laughs> like you love defense. Like, just watch him for one game, please, because his defense is insane. Okay, but so like when he gets traded to the Clippers, yeah. then we'll <laughs> you know we'll, then maybe we'll root for I, I also as long as James Harden's not there. I don't I don't get this take on like how um, if a team like gets rid of players, like you can't like you can't follow along knowing that like players aren't going to play for them forever. In the NBA, like most teams, don't stay together f- that long. Well, no, but th- that's—I mean—that's what I mean, though. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm rooting for that to happen, especially if it's a young team. You know what okay, I mean? Fair. Like, so, like, like, I mean, you're gonna like. I asked him. I asked him. I was like, "Well, are they a piece away?" And then they, are they? Definitely at, you know, not. Yeah. So, <laughs> at least I didn't lie to you. <laughs> but like, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City might be a legitimate big away, right? Like, from being a kind of a contender in the west yeah, right for sure for sure with, i mean with, with sga, SGA is yeah, playing, I, mean, I mean the man had seven steals last night that is just yeah so and, and you saw the way he plays like i said it's not he's not he's not hunting for the three he's driving to the rim and he's dishing it off if it's not there yeah and he's playing the right way no i mean and there was just one play that was obviously you know again it's a highlight reel it's a 10 minute 10 minute clip on YouTube, but there was like three passes and three seconds for a layup. Like that's the kind of shit that I love. I don't hate the three pointer. It's just like, I don't hate the passing game in the yeah, NFL. The, I mean, the I just don't want to watch it all fucking game. Oh, I want to see the Warriors. It's like, no, exactly. You know and I mean? Kind of the Celtics too, right? Like uh, I want the Celtics do like, no, no, no. When the Celtics are bad. They're, they're doing ISO threes. When the Celtics are good there, they are that team. They're passing. That's three what times I mean. I three did, seconds. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, and I even enjoy, even if you're a three-point shooting team, but it's but it's team basketball that opened it up. I'm all for it. You yeah. know what I mean? Just like play action pass opening up, you know, or you know the running game opening up the play action pass. I I, I love a play action pass as much as anybody. You know what I mean? I just don't want. I just don't like teams spreading it out and chucking it 50 times a game. It's fucking boring for line play. You you see the same thing over and over again. Now now guys that are just pass rushing glory hogs. Are, you know they get to boost their stats, whereas the fat, you know the big body run run stuffer gets nothing, and plus it just sucks to be an offensive lineman. So that's so it's the same thing in basketball. It's like the bigs that are just a, a, a rebound and D kind of guy. You know what I mean? They've lost value, and that sucks. Offensive linemen are starting to get their uh, their kudos. Well, Jason Kelsey, hang Sexiest on, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll we'll come back to Jason Kelsey, but we also know why Jason Kelsey even nobody would have heard of Jason Kelsey without Travis Kelsey. So. Not anybody that isn't a real football fan, anyway. All right. Um, so yeah, 
So Thunder, um, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Okay, can we, can we accept that for now? I do accept that until you watch a full game, and then I wanna I wanna you know a uh, more in depth report. You want a full report? You want a yeah, book report, teacher? Lou right. Dort is is gonna be your guy. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I'm convinced so far. He yeah. wasn't very impactful last night. Uh, I think he only had like six points, but, you know, he hustled, you know, yeah. back, backdoor cuts, like the small things. And, and here's the thing. Uh, Gilgis Alexander's from Canada, so there's a, Wait, there's a, good, really? there's a yes. good chance that they he's... They play for Team Canada, yeah. Yeah, huh. there's a good chance that he's not... I mean, the, the Team Canada guys are, are cool. Was it um, uh, Van, Van, Van Vliet is Canadian too, or... Or, uh, or no, he just, no, he just he played just for Toronto. Played played for Toronto. No, no, hang on, hang on. There was, <laughs> no, but there was a... Um, no, there was a Canadian on... RJ, on the Raptors, is though. RJ Barrett Canadian? I think he might be. And yeah, then, yeah. And then Andrew no, who's Wiggins. the who's the big that, that is a good three point shooter on? Or used to be on Toronto. Maybe he's not. Siakam. Uh, Valen Shooter. Siakam. Siakam. Uh, he's not. I don't think he's Canadian. He's not American either, though. Which basically is my case with the NBA. I like non-American <laughs> players. Joel Embiid. It's like, well, no, nah, he sucks. He's a pussy, but. Uh, he is the funniest man in the NBA. What are you talking about, dude? He cried about not getting an MVP award. Fuck you. No, no, like, no, no, no not no. you, but fuck, no. fuck Joel Embiid. Okay, fine, fair. But like him on Twitter like four or five years ago, absolutely goaded. When he like when he called out, or not called out, but he like shot it, like shot his shot with Riri, and she like hit him back with the, you're not an MVP. Riri like, is Rihanna. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Bad girl Riri. <laughs> Dude, I was worried about her in the Super Bowl. I, like at first, she I didn't see the strings. Really I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what is that pregnant woman doing up there? <laughs> She's got a baby to protect." Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> anyway. got a baby on board. Yeah. <laughs> Just slap the slap the like magnet. I don't. On. I don't know, man. I don't follow the TMZ shit. I mean, we we've seen some funny stuff on Twitter that we've commented on, but it's usually because Mike told me about it. So, was, speaking of TMZ, just real quick, I'm going to go on a bit of a side <laughs> sidetrack here. Yeah, we um, don't. We never do that. So Kelly Oubre, sticking to the NBA at oh. least, he got hit by a car. He was driving a bike. Oh, and he, but he fucking lied about it, right? No, he didn't lie about it. But like, or I don't know if he lied about it. I haven't gotten that. In, in what I read was like he lied about, the, or the police were like, he may have lied about how it happened or, or where it happened or something. Well, yes, yeah, but the thing I'm most concerned about is TMZ got his ring camera. Like they, he was going back into his like condo or whatever. TMZ just released his ring camera of him like walking down the hallway into his house and like talking to his girlfriend, whoever the womanly figure was in the in the building. It was like, I just got hit by a car, dude. Boundaries, what the? Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, hang on. I, I want to find that because I, I I don't want to be reporting misreporting stuff, fake news. Yeah, I but I did hear that. Um, I did hear that as well that. Uh, he didn't give a report, and then he went to the police after he told that woman, and then the police were like, well, where did it happen? And they said, I don't know. <laughs> Which, I mean, he did, he did just get Well, was he drunk? Because if that's the case, that's legitimate, right? Like, I mean, like, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. I got hit by a car. I don't know, dude. Yeah, well. Yeah, he was, like, walking, and he got struck by, like, the car's mirror, right? Well, he was on a bike, I think, because he had a bike in the video, like a bicycle. Like, oh, no, I'm, I'm picking up where you're putting down. First of all, it is November in Philadelphia. <laughs> it can't be that. So he probably long. was drunk. This dude is an <laughs> NBA player. Six, Call seven. the chauffeur. <laughs> Call an Uber. Call That's an Uber. True. Like, That's do true. something. I don't know, man. Maybe he's just trying to be a man of the people, you yeah, know? Like, his exercise. He, had, a, he had his bike on the subway, and then, like, you know, he got off to ride his bike the rest of the way. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh -huh. Said your brotherly love, right? I mean. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a hit and run, so apparently not enough. <laughs> 
All right. This would be just to be clear. It seems like there is debate over you know what really happened, but the Sixers stand with him, I guess. So I I don't know. Fractured rib, I think. Bizarre. Yeah, yeah. He broke he broke a rib or two. Yeah. All right. I think we're gonna have a fight over this one. So so uh, Draymond threw himself into the fray. Uh, I say completely unnecessarily. I'm all for a fight, but not an. I mean, NBA fights suck, and this one sucked too. And then Draymond Green comes in with a bitch move. Fucking Rudy Gobert's trying to be a peacemaker between Clay Thompson and who was it getting into it? Ah, uh, Jaden McDaniels. Yeah, so so Thompson and McDaniels they get into it. They're just grabbing jerseys, just you know, like a little bit of pushing and shoving or like whatever. A minute into the game. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was it really it was that less, early? It was less than. Yeah. There wasn't a score yet. Like nobody scored when Draymond got ejected. Oh my god. And so Gobert, being the biggest guy on the court, is like, all right, I'm gonna go break this up, and that's all he's doing. And then, so he like he didn't he didn't threaten anybody. He didn't cause any like. And Rudy Gobert's not a threatening man. Uh, yeah, he's I mean tall, he's, he's imposing, you know. Well, but like, well, I mean, unless you're like a, like someone that is staunchly afraid of COVID. <laughs> and then Draymond puts him in a chokehold, and, and, and listen, like you know, he's got him in the rear naked choke. Like you should you know you should know how to defend it, but there's just, but Rudy doesn't know how to, and. He does nothing about it. How many people and, can reach Rudy Gobert's neck, though? That's the thing. Like, you know. Well, I want to talk about this actually. So, like, when it comes to Draymond, and this is funny because Rudy Gobert said it after the game. He basically he's like, "Yeah, I figured he would do something stupid and try to get ejected." Not his exact words, but yeah, verbatim. Yeah. Is it? Um, oh, or is it? Is it verbatim? Or, or, or not verbatim? Oh, not verbatim. verbatim. Okay. So. Um, but basically, like, yeah, he's going to do something stupid and get himself ejected because he does that every time Steph Curry's out. And then, like, we thought about it, and it was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, every- What a call-out. Like, he, he said, quote, I'm almost certain he said, quote, uh, he doesn't like playing with his guys without Steph. It's <laughs> just like, yeah. damn. Um, and I don't know, man. I, I've, I've never been a Draymond guy. Like, I, I, I can respect the being a second-round pick and making something out of your career and all that. And... And uh, you would think that I'd be probably you'd probably think I'd be a dream on guy because he's you know defense rebound he's you know an agitator and no, all that you're stuff. You're gonna be a Lou Dork guy. That's the guy. You're exactly. Gonna be. It, it, no, but like just you know that was a bitch move. The way he's, he's a big guy with little man energy. That's that's what I get out of out of Draymond. You know what I mean? And okay. I, I've seen a, I've seen a couple of I've seen a couple of clips of Draymond. Like it, you guys could probably both relate to this. I don't know. Maybe maybe Mossman was the little guy in high school. I don't know, but. Yeah, everybody's got that little friend in high school. I had I had him in the Marines too. Um, that like acts tough because like because if you beat his ass, which he deserves, you know what I mean? It, like you know what I mean? You're you're the asshole because you beat him up. You know what I mean? But it is like so he's basically entitled to act like an asshole and have like the little man and and I don't know. I just get that energy from Draymond, like a guy in the Marines. I mean, I love him. No, Draymond my, definitely but, is an asshole. But my buddy, my buddy from New Jersey, you know, like he he was like he was like. Five, he was like five four, one fifty, and you know, like you know, he, like he, he wasn't even really like stout or anything like that. But he was a wrestler in high school and everything like that. And he would always act tough with me. And then we're on our way back from Afghanistan, and so I just pinned him down and I licked his face, like as a you know to show dominance. You licked his face. That's, I licked his face. Please yeah. tell me his name was Tony. But no, nah, no. Nah. So uh. But his uh, his wife his wife definitely had the spray tan, and she pronounced things uh, like milk was milk. You know, orange. I know Give somebody. An orange. I know somebody that pr- pronounces milk like milk. Who? I'm not gonna name names on this podcast. Well, um, I just did Nagy. There's my <laughs> little, little Nagy. Little, he knows I love him. Whatever. <laughs> I I have a question for you. Uh, since we're talking NBA. Oh yeah. 
Not a Tommy Heinsohn guy, huh? Oh, I, no, I, I just said he was an egregious homer. That's all. I, like, I mean, that's why we love him. Like, well, we loved him. No, I, I get it. Uh, dude, rest Tommy in peace, Tommy Heinsohn. Listen, like, no, he, he is the Celtics. That's fine. Uh, again, I, Jack something for the Bruins. He's, he's the same guy just for the Bruins. But I, I'm just saying you don't get – when you're a journalist, you have to, like, take that kind of guy with a grain he, of salt. Oh, okay. He, I mean, he was not a journalist. He didn't hide it. Like, he was – no, I'm saying journalists. Oh, journalists okay, have enough. to take him with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Because it's like right. you you respect the guy that's objective. That's all. You know what I mean? So I mean, that's why you have Mike Gorman there. It's, it's, yeah, Mike Gorman's. I, I, I know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, well, you told me I gotta I gotta watch some Celtics games to appreciate Mike Gorman. But yeah, he's yeah. great. Mikey is great. I think he's a formal former naval officer as well. Oh yes, um, he, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I got I got part of. Uh, Rudy Gobert's quote. I think this will make you like him a little bit more just to go back for a second. Uh, he said, quote, it was a long time about the choke. And if he knew how to choke, it could have been way worse. His intention was to take me out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he held on to it for a long time. But yeah, like, yeah, obviously Draymond doesn't know how to do it either, which um, I don't know, man. It's just like NBA fights are terrible. And like 99% of the time, it's like... There is one good NBA fight that uh, we will be talking about at the end of this episode. Okay. Well, uh, well yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah. Um, no, there's been, there have been some good ones. I mean, like, even Shaq and Barkley back in the day, it wasn't like a good fight because it's like, oh my God, Wait, they man. fought in a game? Like, oh, yeah, dude. And they swung and they wanted to fucking hit each other. Who did that's Larry a, Bird punch? Uh, I forget. Off the top of my oh, head. Oh, uh, was it Dominique? Yeah, I think it was Dominique. But the 80s were wild. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, that, that's my style of NBA, too, though. You know what I mean? And, like, and you, got, you, got to, you got to be tough to survive and everything. I mean, it's just, that's, that's obviously my NBA, you know? I, I, don't, uh, I don't know, man. So, uh, what was I? What was, so, yeah, I mean, just making fun of Draymond. It's like, dude, like, these guys are fucking huge. But you know what? Like. I'm sorry, man. Like I could, I could kick like 97 percent of their asses, and uh, and I will call out all of them. Yeah, I think more than three percent of them are like over seven feet tall. So good luck with that. Yeah, but exactly. Are you gonna reach them? Like, I mean, like I, I'm just interested in this. Dude, I'm a wrestler. I'm just going in for the legs and taking them to the ground. All right, fair enough. I mean, do you do you think you could beat up Joel Embiid? Yes. Oh my God, he would. Dude, he's so mentally weak. Yes. Just keep my distance, chop his legs down, and then, and then I'll take him down. Dude, I, I got, dude, I had good, like, you, okay, give me the caveat. I'm a fat fuck now, and I'm out of shape from working at, at the banner. Being an editor takes its toll on your body. But three, four years ago, so if you give me eight weeks, an eight-week training camp to get in shape, yeah, I'll fuck up Joel Embiid. Okay. LeBron, I've too. never seen him fight, so I can't, I can't say yes or no, but. No, 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 didn't I show you my terrible fight, which is like the worst I've ever No, you actually never did. Oh, well, I mean, everybody look it up. Tory Rich, tough enough, Las Vegas, whatever, and you can laugh at me. But whatever, I got fucked over in that fight. I don't care what anyone says. And any, anybody, anybody with a brain that watches it knows I got fucked over. So Parker, who do you think the toughest guy in the NBA is right now? You want, you want me to give you mine? Why do you think? I t- yeah. See, I, based on the list that we looked at, nah, I don't want to fight this guy. <laughs> well, I'll fight him if it's a payday. I mean, I'll fight him. So but. I wasn't even going to go him. Oh. I was going to go. So the, the person that Tori is talking about is uh, James Johnson, MMA, MMA background. Tough, tough. Yeah, so he's a professional athlete and has an MMA background. He'll fuck me up. That's, yeah. I'll admit I, that. I'm going Steven Adams. 
Oh, that's that's a good one. See, dude, he's NBA tough, but I don't, oh, I, don't, I, don't I don't, I don't, I'm not, uh, I'm not convinced he's, he's like, I, and he's I'm, also I'm the not saying Steve, in his family. Stephen Adams, uh, well, so he got, okay, he got his shit pumped in. That's valid. That's valid. Um, and and I'm not saying Stephen Adams is one of that three percent who can't kick my ass. He probably is. I'm just because I, I buy that he's tough. I'm just saying, like ninety seven percent. And I'm telling you right now, I'd kick LeBron's ass too. I could kick. Oh, I, I would hope you would. Thank you. I would, I, I would watch it with, and I'd just be eating popcorn. I'd love every second of it. I'm gonna just declare myself that I could probably not. I, I couldn't beat up anybody in the NBA. So um, I'm not. I'm, I'm not even sure about that. I'm notorious for um, talking a lot of shit and then just like hiding behind my friends. <laughs> um, so I w- would not be able to beat anyone up in the NBA. <laughs> Maybe Chris Paul. Maybe Chris Paul. <laughs> Ooh, Chris, so, so you're saying Chris Paul is the biggest pussy in the NBA? He might be. Like, I mean, just by that by that metric. Okay. Yeah, just by that metric. Yeah. Remember when he like took the underground tunnels to uh, try to fight? Who did he? He tried to invade the locker room, the Clippers locker room, when he was with the when he was with the Rockets, right? I think that's. I thought when that was. The, I thought that was the Heat with Jokic. No, no, it was it was Chris Paul because he knew the tunnels because he. Oh was, yes. Oh my god, who was that? The, I forget. I'm lost. I have no, no idea what's yeah, going yeah. on. <laughs> so Chris Paul got in a fight, like on I the like, who, not a fight, him? but like uh, An a NBA verbal fight. altercation. And then like after the game, it was against the Clippers. Uh Chris Paul and like a couple of his teammates like s- tried to sneak in the locker room. And the only reason they were able to get like so far is because he used to play in at LA and he like knew the tunnel system. <laughs> To get to to the knew, locker room. Yeah, you knew how to get to the home what team the locker room. Okay. <laughs> All right. Also, can we make that a term from now on? It was an NBA fight. Like, like, like I want it to be like something that somebody describes as on the street. It was like, like, like nobody was really going to throw any punches. It was an NBA fight. You know, <laughs> like that's what, that's what I want. Yeah. I want. I want to make that a thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, I'm down to make it. fun of NBA fights when nothing's happening. I think there are a few times where people. People get in. No, there. I, I said ninety nine percent. That leaves that leaves plenty of times that like there was like legitimate malice. You know, like oh, oh, wow. yeah, 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 that's what we call a tease in the radio business. All right, um, okay, uh, all right, we got to skip NBA. Like the, the, the quick take on Anthony Edwards. Go. I mean, he's just been really good this year. And Michael is not an Anthony Edwards. Guy. No, I used to not be because for the love of the game, Tori, you'll, you'll appreciate this. Uh, when he was coming out, he was like, yeah, he's like, I'd rather be playing football than, than basketball. He's like, you know, I, I'm really good at video games. He's like, I'm pretty much just good at whatever I do. So, like, <laughs> I don't really need to practice that much. Like, that was, that was the narrative coming out of his mouth, like, pre-draft. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, I don't want this guy. You know, like, I hope, yeah. I hope he doesn't succeed. I think it's kind of turned a little bit. I, he's still very cocky, obviously, but it it seems like from what I've heard, uh, he's actually like putting the time in and stuff like that. I mean, one of the one of the Celtics' losses is to the T Wolves and Anthony Edwards. Just uh, I think you asked about a couple episodes ago, like what's wrong with the Celtics? Yeah, they, why they, they lose? Lost, but the T Wolves won seven in a row. Yeah, they lost two in a row, and and I told you like Anthony Edwards just straight up outplayed Jason Tatum, and Jason Tatum had like thirty two points yeah, on like efficient game. shooting that game. It's just Anthony Edwards is like. <laughs> top 10 right now like there's I, I i don't think you can leave him out of your top 10 mm. all right so that's um, that's t-wolves talk and uh for me like maxi and james harden are just going to be linked all year so as the clips are clippers are three and seven and the sixers are eight and three um we, we don't need to go too deep into this because we hate james harden and we're going to shit on him every week anyway um but just you know just 
just our weekly laugh at James Harden because you fucking loser. The system. Dude, there's not a lot, there's not a lot of athletes that I'll call loser. I say this all the time. It's like like they're multimillionaires. You don't call them losers. James Harden's a fucking loser. I don't care. It's <laughs> not a winner yet. That's for sure. Sure as fuck isn't a winner. Yep. All right. Uh, okay. Let's get on to the NFL. The good stuff. You know right. who is a winner right now? Looking like a winner is Lamar Jackson. Thursday Night Football. Yeah. Um, like you know, what I mean, like it, it wasn't good. You know, because they've lost. Like, what was it? They've only been behind for twenty eight minutes, and so it's like. I don't know. It's like we always say, you know, will water find its level, right? Will the Ravens start winning those close games? And this and game. We're not going to find out tonight, it looks like, because they're about to go in for a uh, three-touchdown lead. But. And, and th- like, the Bengals needed this game a lot more than the Ravens did. Right. They're both coming off bad losses, which made this game so interesting. But uh, definitely the Bengals needed it a lot more than the Ravens. It's, it's, it's starting to look like the last playoff spot's going to come down to the Bengals and the Bills. Which uh, So that brings me to, you know, our next our next topic. Um Parker, you think the Bills are done? You think they're frauds? Well, I don't think they're they're done, but uh, I think it was my first episode on with you guys. Uh, we were talking about the Bills and the Giants game, and I said, are we sure that the Bills aren't fraudulent? And I think since then, it has been proven that they are indeed frauds. I just think it's a little too early to say it because they made the change at offensive coordinator. Yeah, because Joe, they lost. They, <laughs> not true. It's a fair John, point. You don't you don't fire people when things are going well. No, Unless no, no. Texas A&M. <laughs> yeah, right. 160 million, baby. Jo- Josh Allen under Dable, though, it, you know, and I think Dable is a little bit more of an enforcer, a little bit tougher on his guys, and uh, that hasn't panned out in New York, obviously. But some guys are just offensive coordinators, and they're not head coaches, you know. And uh, I I don't know. Allen Allen under Dable was unbelievable and they just they just asked a little bit too much of him i just keep saying if the bills would just hand the fucking ball off a little bit josh allen would be all right i agree you know what i mean like they need to run the ball more yeah i mean i i think i think that's true of most teams that are struggling joe burrow like just let him hand the ball off but i don't know what they did tonight joe burrow got knocked out in this game so a little uh, little asterisk on that one yeah fair enough i mean they definitely get mixing involved in and on the Bengals, though. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like the games. If you look at it closely, and and it, this is just a trend. Like you know, for the most part, I mean, tell me, tell me, I'm wrong. About ninety percent of the games, true. There's there's a little bit of a caveat where you don't run the ball much when you're behind, right? Right. But you should run the ball when you're down one score, and a lot of teams already abandon okay. the run down one score. It's like they, they they panic. They can't handle being down on the scoreboard, so they abandon their their game plan. It's like that's your fucking gameplay. Like, also, Josh Allen just can't take care of the football. Like he's a turnover machine. Joe Burrow maybe throws a pick every once in a while. He's not a turnover machine. Like Josh is hurting that team tremendously with his stupid play. Maybe it, so. Maybe they're not frauds, but I also just don't think they're that good. Like they're not what everyone wants them it's, to be. It, well, it's weird, man. It's like, like like they used to talk about Sugar Rush Josh, and it would be something that only came out every once in a while, and he's been like Sugar Rush Josh consistently this year. A lot right? of candy like, up in Buffalo. I, I guess. guess. I, you know, so. I've never heard that one before. Sugar yeah. Rush Josh. Oh, you haven't heard Sugar Rush Josh? No, yeah. I haven't either. Like, oh, yeah. I like it, though. Oh, just the, you know, like, I mean, you know, rocket balls and overthrowing people and just uh, trying to make plays that aren't there and, you know, like. And it, and it works out sometimes. Like the game winning touchdown. He touch- does have a baby face still. So. Yeah. The, the game winning touchdown against the Giants. That's a, that's a ball that shouldn't have been thrown. You know what I mean? But he can get away with that sometimes. It's, it's like, it's just like Favre, Mahomes, guys that they get away with that 90% of the time. Because their, their talent level gives them marriage. You know what's interesting is I wonder, like, 
like you would need to see the fucking next gen stats on it, but I wonder if since Allen's elbow injury, he's lost some of the velocity. Okay, fair. You know what I'm saying? And has, I wonder if that's part of it. Has Josh Allen lost his fastball? Yeah, which will, will Josh Allen have to learn how to play quarterback? Like, <laughs> like holy shit. Um, anyway, so I just think it, it might be a little bit too early, but I, you know, I, I wonder if Joe Brady can kind of get him under wraps, uh, you know, but then again, I mean, is Joe Brady, Joe, Joe Brady had issues in, in Carolina. So yeah, is, this, is this the Joe Brady that turned Joe Burrow into like the superstar that he is? Yeah. yeah and then, he but went, he was the offensive coordinator or and then he went yeah, to no, Carolina. No, he was the passing after. game coordinator at LSU. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was. Okay. Uh, what, what I'm saying is then he went to Carolina's offensive coordinator, With right? Matt oh, okay. Rule. Right? Uh, under Matt, Matt Rule, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh and obviously that did, didn't go did well. not do well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. Uh, another team, I'm not ready to write these guys off yet, and it's it's always about the quarterback position, right? I'm not ready to write off the Browns. Um I think uh uh DTR is gonna do okay. I think he didn't have enough time. He didn't really have any time to prepare for that Ravens game. And um Deshaun Watson really wasn't giving him much anyway. You know what I mean? Like, not at all. Not certainly not two hundred thirty million dollars worth. Uh, yeah, uh, fully guaranteed, right? Um, hang on, let me put. I, I'm with you though. Like I, I, um, I think when DTR got the start, uh, I was I was hyped for him at week four, whatever it was. Uh, but yeah, he didn't have a full week of practice uh, that week. He wasn't practicing with the ones. Uh, maybe I was fooled on his preseason, like you know, being the star of the preseason. But I think with a week of practice, I mean, they have the defense. Their line is good. Their running game, like. Even without Chubb, unfortunately, their their run game is still you know adequate with yeah, Ford, Ford and Hunt. You know Hunt scored I think three or four weeks in a row. They're they're almost using him like a goal line back, which is kind of interesting considering his uh, you know his makeup. He's not like a traditional goal line back. He's like a scat back, right? Yeah, but uh, uh, no, no. Hunt's Hunt's a power guy, but he you know in his heyday he was both. He was ever yeah. Know, I guess he, I guess since he was such a good pass catcher, you kind of you kind of form that opinion of him. Versus uh versus a power back. He's he's a two hundred and twenty pounder though. He's a yeah. he's a he you know and he, and he'll he run with power. Okay. Yeah. I always thought he was a smaller guy. Uh, um, but yeah. So I pulled up Watson's stats though. So in uh you know in six games played, sixty one point four completion percentage. Not great. Uh, average of one hundred eighty five point eight uh yards per game. Came oh, out yeah. early of a couple, but um, and you know yards is an overrated stat, but what's not is turnovers. So he had eight total touchdowns and he had five turnovers uh, between his. Uh, so he had four four interceptions and a lost fumble. He just he's been pedestrian, dude. I cannot know? I cannot get that. I know it was preseason and you're like, don't be fooled by preseason. I get that, but I told you at that time I was like, dude, I'm worried about Deshaun Watson. That interception that he threw on practice, yes, it's a practice. You know, there's so many plays. You're only seeing this one. He threw it into. It, it was almost as bad. I, w- I won't say it, it was quite as bad. It was almost as bad as Mac Jones's interception last week at the goal line. That that, that's how, and that's that the was... worst interception that I've ever seen. It's probably recency bias, but I'm, I'm going with it. I think it's still the worst interception I've ever seen. Deshaun Watson's, yes, it was practice. Didn't really matter. It wasn't goal line. Whatever. It was, it was almost as bad. He threw it into like quadruple coverage. I think there might have been a receiver. I couldn't see him. I legitimately couldn't <laughs> see him on that play because the defenders were there. Um, and ever since then, I'm just like, dude, I don't think Deshaun Watson, I, I don't want to, you know, say he doesn't care, but it doesn't seem like he cares too much. I mean, these if you days. get $230 million guaranteed, I mean, and even if he cares, it doesn't seem like the skill is there. You anymore. get a little fat and happy. 
not to mention, I, see, I think you just get like fat and out of shape and lose the uh, the feel for the game when you're when you're away from football for that long. And, and, I, and I mean, half, yeah. I've, I've been on this the entire time on Watson. I said Watson's not going to be Watson anymore, and uh, and I don't think he ever. He was is elect, be again. He was MVP. Oh, he was. For, yeah, he was. Un, he was unbelievable. Um, at one time, you, you're away from football for that long, especially at that position. Nah, you're not coming back, and, and, and maybe not just especially. Was it only? I thought it was like two or three. I mean, it's like a year and a half, right? Yeah, because it was that full year because he was on the Texans still for that year where and he, he sat to play. and then missed half the next season yeah, and, or, t- or 10 games. And yeah. Yeah. So, so when you consider that, like that whole season away from football, but really because of his, and really that was because he was holding out, right? Like he was like, his legal status was still up yeah, in the yeah. air. No, he could he have been playing. He refused to play. Yeah. He, yeah. So that's the other thing. He did it to himself, not just by being, um, you know, a sleazeball, but mm-hmm. also by holding out because he could have been He could have been playing that and whole yeah, time. Yeah, he's still got $230 million. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. The yeah, bra- yeah. And then, Which makes you want the Browns to lose. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, well, and here's the thing. It's like, it, 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 the, speaking of being a dumpster fire as a, you know, a front office, right? They got fleeced on that trade. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Three firsts, right? Three firsts so, in a second for Deshaun and a fifth. Yeah. So Kenya. Yeah, they, they got a fifth back with Watson. So, um, so Texan uh, Texas A and M guard Kenyon Green uh, starter. Then uh, Will Anderson, of course. Stud. Uh, not bad at football. Yeah. This <laughs> says pick number. Yeah. Not this says pick number twelve. That's not right. Um, but yeah. So Will Anderson and of course Damian Pierce in the fourth round. Oh, I think and, the, the Will Anderson pick was originally. The twelfth, and then they found a way to trade up to get Will Anderson using that pick. That might be right. Yeah, I, I think they did. Yeah, they definitely traded Cause, up because they because they went they drafted CJ. Yeah, they did trade up two, You're right. and then they traded up for the Let's, third. Yeah, they dra- drafted CJ with their own pick, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't realize Damian Pierce was part of the the trade hall as well. Yeah, like four, the draft fourth pick. round. Wow. Yep. Damn, what a what a what a steal. Uh, all to get a quarterback, you know, who isn't who, very good at football. Who is, uh, yeah, who is better than, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm saying, oh. You know, but to get C.J. Stroud, who's better than Deshaun Watson, and, and is going to be better than Deshaun Watson. My boy. Um, yeah, I, I I like C.J. a lot right now. And my my uh, he's top, getting MVP talk right my, now. Yeah, my top ten talk, my top ten take, not looking too bad right now. No, it's not. I'll, I'll, I'll agree. I'll, I'll always admit my failures, but I'll always give myself credit too. I always give myself my, that pat on the back. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> of course we, we took these notes before the game burrow got hurt. So again, a little bit of an asterisk on this game. Um, looked like the Ravens kind of were in control even before Bur- burrow got hurt. But, um, you know, we were talking about, you know, we were right about burrow and the Bengals. I'm still on the bandwagon. If, if, uh, burrow's pinky isn't broken or something. I still think the Bengals. I'm still not worried about the Bengals. Yeah, I, I mean, believe honestly, I believe in that defense. My again, I've said this already. I don't believe in Zach Taylor. That's my problem. They've right definitely now, so. made it difficult on themselves. Obviously, starting like that yeah. and then now losing back to back games. Yeah, but you could 100 percent see them what winning but this seven is, in a row and yeah. and uh, and getting being hot going into the playoffs. And, and, yeah, yeah, getting a home game. 100 percent. Yeah. Um, and so we and kind of feel the same way about the Niners. Like. I, I still kind of like that as my Super Bowl pick, actually, Bengals and Niners. Um, you know, this week is is Chiefs and Eagles, and I'm just not really sold on either one of them. I think um, the Eagles living on the edge too much, especially this – like, 
the best thing that could happen to them, and, and we already kind of talked about it, is lose to the Chiefs this week. I mean, what? How much would that fucking sting to lose to the Chiefs after you know in the in the in the Super Bowl rematch, a possible you know a possible Super Bowl matchup in the future to wake them the fuck up because. Like they should have lost that game against the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. They just flat out they should have lost. Well, like Dak, Dak Prescott taking that sack is the only thing that saved them. Classic yeah. Dak. Yeah, I mean that's or, or Dak stepping out. That's, uh, yeah, that's. I mean, I who did the Cowboys play last week? Um, Giants. Yeah, and, 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 and Dak Prescott. Yeah, Dak Prescott threw for four hundred yards, and now he's a great quarterback. It's just I'm telling you, man. Kirk your, Cousins. your Kirk Cousins take, I think, is right on. I've, Kirk Cousins. Um. So, yeah, I, I mean that—that's my answer as far as like you know who's going to challenge the Chiefs in the AFC. I just think that their offensive line is going to get exposed, and Mahomes when you know when 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 he doesn't have an effective running game and everything like that, that their, their interior offensive line is very good, but they're like one. They're like one injury on that interior offensive line from disaster. I think okay. you know what I mean, like. Um, oh yeah! If they lose one of guard, one of those center. guards, or or Humphrey, right? Yeah. And um, their tackles are garbage. Um, I'm sure you've already heard my Jawan Taylor. He's just he he might be one of the worst tackles in football. He he doesn't deserve a starting job anywhere. If, if you listen closely, <clears throat> you can hear another whistle indicating a false start. From Jawan <laughs> <laughs> Taylor just wants to be a running back. I think is like that's why. He like, yeah, that's why he lines up halfway there. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Again, I mean, at least he cares he's enough. Fullbacks back almost. That's at least he cares enough to cheat, up. right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess there's tackle. There's, there's like Trent Browns Connor out there Stallions that don't even care and, enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, American hero Connor Stallions. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of the Chiefs, though, so uh, Parker, you had this on here. Like, are you coming around on Travis Kelsey? I feel the exact same way, actually. Like, uh, like he he blocks now. There was a uh, in that Bears game from you know five six weeks ago. Now he like. I have PTSD Le- from this game. <laughs> he legitimately, he legitimately, um, you know, was one on one with Yannick Ngakwe, who's supposed to be the Bears' best pass rusher, and um, and shut him down. And then it was like a forty yard pass down the field, and I was just like, "It's like that's a tight end just shutting down a defensive end one on one." I love that. Like, and he, you know, he, he's never going to be Gronk. He's never going to be Kittle in terms of blocking. But when when he's asked to block, he does a good job. He's effective. And I, and, and yeah, I, I, I feel have, like I feel like he just heard the noise of everyone being like, "Oh, you're not Gronk because you don't block." And he's like, "Okay, I guess I'll block then." Because like, like I, he didn't block like back in the day. He really nah, didn't. He never would. Maybe he's a sellout sports listener because we just kept calling him a wide receiver. You know? Yeah. I, like I just said over and over, he's a big wide receiver, and now no, no, he's a tight end. He's legit. And I think. Well, uh, if you want, I'm, listen I'm still to not Travis. taking. I'm still not taking anybody over Gronk all time. But yeah, like if Tony Gonzalez, uh, I'll take him over Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, um, dude, his ability to improvise with Mahomes, I think his it's value just a different is level. Yeah, his value is. Um, I still won't say more valuable than Chris Jones, but it, he shouldn't. But Chris Jones shouldn't be paid what double what Travis Kelsey is. Hey, well, th- when I you got that Taylor Swift money, you're good. I, I think it's Man. Travis like buying in, like doing like what Tom did, like maybe not making as much on the field. Just to get as another. you possibly could, yeah, but allowing your team and, to become better and which, finding himself a sugar mama, which is uh, what, what Tom Brady. Yeah, did no, too. I, th- I think we, yeah, we've previously discussed this. It's a great route to go. I mean, let her yeah. make the money. You know, you can have fun and play play a kids game. I mean, karma is the guy on the Chiefs. Yeah, it is. That's right. Did you hear that one? Uh, what's that? Yeah, Taylor switched her lyrics up uh, in down Buenos south. Aires. Yeah, 
Travis was in attendance because yeah, yeah. it was a bye week. Oh, he, he went down to Buenos Aires with that. And, uh, she changed the lyrics to Karma. Is that the name, name of the song? Yeah, yeah, Karma. Karma, yeah. Karma is the guy on the Chiefs running straight home to me. Dude, Travis I, loved it. There's, there's no more, there's no more Taylor Swift hate for me. They can show her in the press box three times a game. I don't give a shit. Well, I'm, I'm I, rooting for them. I'm rooting for them. They, they can be NFL's first couple. That's can, fine with me. I, Whatever. I, we, we just have to talk about it now because it's gonna happen. Um, the the Kelseys and the Swifts are supposed to meet like at this game, so I think it's gonna be a lot this week. So just keep that in mind, oh, like the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Donna, yeah. Donna Kelsey and uh, so I, I just wanted ex I wanted to let you know Swifts. right now. Thank you. So thank you for mentally so you, preparing. Yeah, me. you can be yeah. somewhat prepared. Watch the watch the Manning cast. I mean, you'll still see them. Oh, it, but is, is it Monday night? Yeah, it's a Monday night game. Oh yeah, watch the Manning cast. Hundred percent. All right. They talk. They they break down like football, but like also have like. Like one-on-one conversations, it's it's really it's really entertaining actually. No, no, no. I've I've seen Manning cast. I, oh, okay. It's um, tough to actually watch the game when you're watching the Manning cast though. To yes, be, to be it is. Yeah, like, yeah, like every once in a while, like I do like analysis and and I like when they throw that in there. But yeah, when they're like when they're like bullshitting with friends and like half watching yeah, the game, I'm like, guest, ah, come on, they have a guest on. It's yeah, just like during you know. the game, it's like oh, sometimes this game's not the guests in- are really good. No, though. the guest like it's it's an interesting concept and the guests can be good and entertaining, but it's just like. Do I need to like my attention to be taken off of the game with a guest? That's the here? thing is I can't. If I could half pay attention to Manning, but you can't. Like right, it, right. it's an interview with like a funny guest, so you, your attention's fully on that, and okay. that's you know. Okay, maybe not the game to do it, but like if it was like Bears Panthers and they had that. Oh, I would hunt. Yeah, 100%. yeah, that, that's a game you do it because no one wants to watch that. Yeah, um, except for me because I'm just a because I'm just you're a weirdo. Sicko. But no, no, I, even I didn't want to watch that. Sicko when community right. over here. <laughs> um. All right, guys. Honestly, like you know, we 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 can appreciate a good looking dude. It doesn't mean anything about us. So, like Jason Kelsey, he he was on the he, he wasn't voted sexiest man alive, but he was on the he was on the list. Is no, that- uh, yeah, he was on the list. Who won it? It was uh, what's his name? Timothy Sha- Timothy Chalamet. No, it was uh, Mr. Dreamy, right? McDreamy. McDreamy. Patrick Wait, Dempsey again? Is he he's even relevant? What? I'm pretty sure he won, dude. That was like ten years ago. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Are we thinking of the same guy? Uh, I don't. Grey's Anatomy doctor. M- McDream- yeah, yeah. Grey's Anatomy, right? Yeah. Which Patrick Dempsey? He's not just McDreamy anymore. What is Patrick it? Dempsey? Is now also People Magazine's sexiest man alive. What has that guy even done? Like, how did they even like? Wait, he actually, I think he's in that new Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> Wh- I, <laughs> which I know nothing about other than Thanksgiving the fact that- and sexy, two words that sh- well, no, should no, not go together. Uh, right, yeah. No, yeah, usually thinking unbutton my pants, <laughs> make a little it's more a room. It's a horror movie. Oh, he's in that one? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's literally called Thanksgiving, and it's, yeah, okay, I got you. I don't know, shit. All right. Other than that, I have no idea what he's done. Um, have you guys seen Son-in-Law? That's the best Thanksgiving movie, I think. No. Polly oh, oh, Short. Oh, yeah, yeah, Poly, okay, yeah, 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 I've seen it. Yeah, um... Also, Biodome, great movie. Pa- Polly Shore is an annoying dude, but those two movies are. Excellent. You got a movie guy on this podcast. Oh, uh, see, he, he, yeah, there we go. Like I, we, we need him on more. I, I've actually given Mike a couple recommendations this week, and he's watched. Nah, them. I'm doing my homework at least. <laughs> I think. Uh, Have you watched fucking Varsity Blues? The, like, somebody the, asked. Her. No, but Parker has Friday Night Lights. That's that's going to be next on the list. What you guys want? Slumber party tonight? Is that what's going on? We watching Friday Night Lights yeah, together. You down? There we go. Dude, I'll fucking stay. I don't care. <laughs> it's a good movie. It is. All right. All right. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, so like what I was saying about Jason Kelsey is like, you know, without Travis and and I, and I love that he's getting, you know, the attention, not to mention Jordan Mailata got into a, a commercial, maybe one other Eagles lineman. 
like one of the laundry commercials. Oh, hell yeah. Um, Lineman used to get it, on like those lame? Visa commercials like back in the day. That's true. There was something about something about protection probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah like like card protection, but yeah. Um, but yeah, the linemen don't usually get the love, you know what I mean? So I'm all for it and Jason Kelsey deserves it. He's one of the best linemen. He's he's one of the best interior linemen of all time. He's it's a like, great dude too. Every time I hear him on a microphone, just great. If you haven't listened to his He's new, funny, he's smart. His he's, new Christmas yeah. song, good singer as well. So uh, give that a give that a listen. epic beard. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, an American I, I've, man. Yeah, the the, the, the like, speech at the Super Bowl parade was and his incredible. outfit. At the, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, oh yeah, what was that? It was it, I can't remember what he called it, but I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. It's actually a picture on Wikipedia. Like, I sorry, couldn't put a the, word to what it was, but uh, yeah, <laughs> phenomenal. Have, have you seen the Kelsey documentary on? Uh, Amazon Prime. Not yet. I need to. It's actually really, really good. I, I think it because it came out around like the time that I was still mad about Taylor Swift, and now I'm over it, so I'll okay. probably watch it. Fair enough. Um, hang on. Let me. Let, let me. There was like a name for. He was like the Lord of Philadelphia or something. Yeah. Um. I. But um. To piggyback off of this, I love Jason Kelsey. I love. Yeah, I can't I, get I, I love their podcast. Their podcast is really, really good. Uh, it's giving me a new insight with Travis Kelsey. Like I. I used to think he was a shithead, and now I, I, I kind of like you him. You know who who uh, Travis Kelsey is for me? Who? J.J. Watt. I thought J.J. Watt was a tool for years and years and uh, years. Oh, hey, J.J. And then I was like, no, he's actually like kind of a cool guy. And he just like, Have when he was young, he kind of looked like a tool. I was just, well, here's the thing, right? Both can be true. You know what I mean? Maybe they were a tool when they were younger. Exactly, and then, that's what I'm saying. And then they see, grew out of it. You, like, like... Travis Kelsey's like a year or two younger than me. And, you know, like, I mean, how cool am I? So, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> the coolest. <laughs> Kidding aside, I was a piece of shit when I was 27. I didn't have my <laughs> shit together. So, I totally understand why an NFL player when he's 27 wouldn't either. Um, all right. Uh, Kelsey. Let's see. All right. Do you, do you really want to talk about the Bears uh, before we go, Parker? Oh, I, I, I mean, these were just little anecdotal notes. But, uh, I hope Justin Fields comes back this week and plays his ass off and uh, the Bears buy in to we- him. And then they, they get Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> okay. And then this Chicago's is back. This is Parker's manifesto. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, no, okay, so I would actually have a manifesto <laughs> to make Ohio State great again if we weren't already great. Um, but, but no, I mean, yeah, I think I, I, I love Justin Fields um, personally. I want, and I like Chicago. Chicago's like my favorite city in America. So, this, so this, you you want him to? This would like this is like uh, when I was a Syracuse fan as a younger kid, and the Eagles drafted Donovan McNabb. It's just like perfect for you, basically, is what you're saying. Right? right. Yeah. No, I, I want Justin Fields to succeed in Chicago. Uh, hand up. Before Justin went to Chicago, I was not like a Bears fan. I would root for him here and there, but like n- never really like truly cared. Uh, Patriots drafted Mac Jones. I hate Mac Jones. <laughs> and I rooted for Tom Brady for 20 years, and then I gave I, I gave up on the Patriots this the second. They got Mac Jones, and the Bears got Justin Fields. So I switched my allegiance to the Bears. and uh, But I love Chicago. I grew up like two hours outside of it. So I was like the big city I would go to like, growing up as a kid, other than like Boston when I would vacation out here. Um, I love Chicago. I love everything about it. Um, is Chicago as big as Boston is talking shit on New York? Like, like, is it like our pizza's better? Hey, like, you know, like, um, maybe not. Cause like Chicago, Chicago's got that Midwest nice. Um, 
Even in the city, though? Yeah? Yeah. It's weird. I mean, like, I feel like everyone's nice except for people in the Northeast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's like, dude. Like, people in, like, my friend that's out in Utah right now, he's like, everybody's so fucking nice here. Like, people in the and South are objectively nice. People in the- Even when they're, like, like trying to be mean. Be assholes to you. Like, yeah, they say Bless it. your heart. Say things like, like bless your heart, yeah. Like, um, I don't know. And then, like, in Vegas, they're not nice, but they're, they're too dumb to be good at being mean, if that makes sense. Well, also, they can't be too mean, because, like... Hospitality. Yeah, you got to bring people back. Yes. I mean, if you build the casinos... I will come. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Vegas is a hard one to explain because it really is. There is a high scumbag factor. There's I just a bunch think of weirdos out there. It right? is. There is a lot of like are, something about the desert attracts weirdos, right? Yeah, there's some weirdos in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the desert. I mean, I, like I, I make the joke that like the Luxor beam is just like you know it's like a light that attracts vermin. <laughs> you know, like to you know what I mean? Like like moths to to your porch light. You know, like there's something about it, man. I don't know. And 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 people are just dumb. So it's just a different kind of mean and different kind of shitty. Like in I feel like in New England, like people are smart but they're shitty. So even like like driving, right? Like when people drive aggressively in the Northeast, but they do it in a way like it's not gonna cause an accident. It's just like, oh, you're a fucking asshole. In Vegas, it's gonna cause a fucking accident because they're just stupid. You know what I mean? So, I mean, does that make sense? You guys get it what does, I'm saying? It does. Yeah. What, what are you what are you motioning to, Parker? Michael, what uh, why are you driving 90 miles per hour, sir? Oh, yeah. So uh, in the aforementioned Ohio State game that we drove out there, we took a rental car. And uh, on the way back, uh, I might have been speeding a little bit, trying to, you know, <laughs> cut down on my time. And uh, passed one of Ohio's finest. And uh, on the highway, he just let me go. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> well, the thing was, there was another cop about two miles down the <laughs> And you road. never think there's going to be a second one. Yeah, I hate, I hate it when they double up. Like, oh, you motherfuckers, you got so, it. So you they know? put on the blues, and you know, I'm going 90s and 65 or 75. I don't know what it was. It's, I think 65. Yeah, whatever it was. And uh, this is like the noon after, like a noon kickoff the day before. This is noon Sunday after noon kickoff Saturday. They pull me over, and they're like. Why are you going so fast? <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, sorry. Like, you know, just trying to get home. Just trying to cut out. Have you been drinking? It's <laughs> like, no. They're like, I just can't understand why you would be driving so fast. I was like, is it really egregious to be going 90 and a 65? Like, I, I understand it's fast, but like, is it, have you never seen this before? Like, like they're, <laughs> their mind was blown. Yeah. They were like, we just can't understand. Like, uh, like you seriously never seen this? Whereas on the Mass Pike, you're a piece of shit if you're not, <laughs> not doing anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I grew up like whenever I started driving, it was on uh, 93. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 93 going from like where we're from, like Seacoast, New Hampshire. Yeah. Into like um, the North Shore of Mass, like at Danvers. So like my driving experiences growing up were driving. In mass, so like I drive like ninety. Yeah, and, and this an guy, asshole. I'm blind in one eye, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. This guy was was asleep in the car next to oh him. Oh my god, early. It was so funny. And then he, like the trooper like bangs on the window to wake him up, and that that probably didn't help our case. So if I was uh, you know coherent or not with him with him asleep, but. I mean, yeah. I can sleep anywhere. So. Got away with just a ticket. Was Terrible. Not, was not drunk. Hand up. Was not drunk. <laughs> Can't have co-pilots falling asleep. That's a, that's just... I said, Parker, wake up. We're getting pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was, oh, shit. And like I'm like, what? 
Yeah. Getting pulled over. Okay. Anyway, oh, okay. you, you boys ain't from around here, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, funny enough, I am from around here. <laughs> I want to go fast. You should, you should know better. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, all right. So, parallel universe, you accept that the Bears are a dumpster, dumpster fire. It's never going to get any better. Where would you want to see Fields go? Not the Patriots either. <laughs> um, I think the New York Jets. Oh, I like that. Yeah. First of all, he gets linked up back with his uh, college wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. I think the Jets are a quarterback away from being a very good team. Agreed. I think um, we all agree there. We all agree. It's just uh, Zach Wilson sucks. Oh, Zach Wilson's <laughs> terrible. Dude, also, can you imagine how much that would o- open up their running game even more to have yeah. somebody with the, with his legs? Also, like, they just they released Michael Carter, which I don't really understand. But anyway, that's a that's a you know they're giving a drop up, in the is puddle. It, is he? What's uh, that? Is he? Is that his like? Uh, it's oh, like yeah, Israel yeah, yeah. something. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, he had uh, he had like a sick nickname in college. I think it was like Izzy to the Hizzy. <laughs> Michael Carter did? No, no, no. The oh. guy that like is getting a chance because Michael Carter got. Oh, his. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think the Jets. All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps up the uh, you know the, the the sports heavy you know part of our section. Let's wrap things up with history and holidays. Every day is an important day in history. Every day is a holiday. We got to celebrate, guys. And, uh, you know, first of all, celebrating having our first guest in person. Yes, Good sir. shit. First time that we needed three microphones. We Love it. A, we need an applause button. So, we don't have one, <laughs> so I'm going to give you a bleep. <laughs> yeah, it sure did the trick. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, uh, November 17th, which is not today yet because we're under midnight. We're, we're, we're doing well. We're here. doing well, yeah. Um, so November 17th is Guinness World Record Day. Um, you guys ever like go for a Guinness World Record? Or, or, or what, what would be, if you were going to set a Guinness World Record, what do you think it would be? Parker, go. Oh, uh, maybe like Oreo cookies eaten in a minute. Oh, okay. I cannot do any eating challenges. I'll die. I mean, <laughs> look um, at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go... I don't know. Tori, go. I, I, need, I need a minute. Nah, I, I didn't really think about this one either. Uh, I, I, um, my, my Guinness World, Be- World Record take was like inter, uh, Intergalactic Book Fair. Like I would yeah. I would go and like look at it. I would never buy it, but I would always like look at it. That's true, day. just to be in awe of it, right? I, yeah. think I, there, I think there were six years in a row where I bought the Guinness, <laughs> Guinness like book. What's like the most obscure Guinness World Record you've ever heard? Like, um, there was always that lady that had the long ass fingernails. Yes, oh, yeah, the yes, leg. I think oh, we all remember yeah. that. And, yep, yep, like, yep. and then there's like uh, hair as well. Yeah, like as a kid, that was like weird. As an adult, it's gross. Uh, go fucking cut your fingernails and please. toenails too. Like there's <laughs> the toenail yeah. one too. Yeah, nah, um, miss me with that. It's like what? Like what? Yeah, what are the who? things people do who? just to be in the record book. I just right? want to know who's in their life saying, yeah, this is a good idea. <laughs> Can go for this. Right, probably You're nobody. You're going to get publicity that's what, for I think this, that's, I think that's which, is, which is even worse. <laughs> You're going to be a freak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know. What would be my Guinness? I'd, I'll have to come back to everybody on that one. I, I, I don't know. Longest time to ever write a, an article? I mean... To, to write up a Vermont State Championship football game. Yeah, you was, had a manifesto of your own, right? Yeah, That's yeah. Like, I mean, dude, but hey, you said it yourself. There wasn't much that you could cut from it. So obviously, I'm just a fucking fantastic writer. I don't, I don't know. Um, it's a great boss, game. I will not say anything otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Play the boss card. Sure, sure. All right. Um, November 17th is National Reuben Day. I don't know. Basically, anytime I'm at, like, you know, just like a sandwich place and I don't know what to get, haven't been there before. Reuben's where I'm usually going. 
Ruben's a uh, classic, yeah. I've I've actually never had a Ruben as a fat guy. Really? Uh, what is it? Is it? Um, it's uh, well, it's roast beef, sauerkraut, Thousand Island dressing, okay. and yeah. uh, provolone cheese, I believe. Yeah, and I'm not the biggest provolone, but like when provolone's a staple, like in a meatball sub, I'll I'll stick with it. But I, if I can sub out provolone, I I will gladly do so. Yeah. So about everything you said, other than the provolone, I am not here for. I oh really? I don't like roast beef. I hate sauerkraut. Oh, on rye, by the way. That's and that's I usually do, a staple. And I do not like condiments. Huh. Well, I guess I guess I guess you're not going for a Reuben. <laughs> no. All right. How about a Cuban? Well, if you Oh, what is a Cuban? Is it ham? Ham and pickles and I don't know what cheese on that one. Maybe. Okay, I can I can get down with that one. It's good. You should, you should take them to uh, Elm Street tomorrow. Or oh no, Community Market sandwiches are way better. Yeah, they are. They're really Yeah, good. they're really Just don't good. get their Pickles, we talked about we talked about the pickles last episode. Yeah, but yeah. I love your community market. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, National Testosterone Awareness Day, um, which is uh, related to yeah November nineteenth, another uh, holiday. But we'll get to that. Um, I don't know, man. Just you know, get, I, I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I went first year that I lived here. Like my testosterone levels were like low. Um, Got to get those T levels like, up. Yeah, man. Um, and I, like I was in shape, I was doing everything, but it was apparently she said like, uh, it was mostly like the not taking enough vitamin D and like, so fat soluble vitamins kind of like help with, you know, testosterone production, probably not sleeping enough either, which, um, yeah. Yeah. I can, uh, not- I can vouch that you're definitely not sleeping. Enough. <laughs> well, this was years ago, but yeah. Um, <laughs> not- still got to work on that one. I-, I think you can just tell by more- looking at me, I don't sleep enough now. So. More vitamins, still no sleep. We're work in progress over here. Dude, my fucking my headshot for the website like looks nothing like me. I like I look like absolute shit. Hey now. man, I get that all the time too. Don't worry. <laughs> They're like, you're Mawson. I was at a I was at a bar the other day and I uh, just came up in conversation. They're like, you're not Mawson, are you? And I was like, yeah, I am. And they're like, you look different. <laughs> it's like shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get used to it. Uh, um, sort of sort of along that line. Uh, it's world uh, November seventeenth is World Vasectomy Day. I think a lot of people in the world could, uh, you know, should appreciate or should should celebrate this holiday with a vasectomy of their own. You guys, you guys had to take though. It should be in March though, right? Early March. Yeah, it should be um, like mid March on a Wednesday. It it shouldn't be like a day that it should be like Thanksgiving where it's like on a Thursday, but on this one it should be the Wednesday. The right second, before. the second Wednesday of March. Yeah, right before NCAA tip-off time, you can just sit at home with a bag with a bag of peas on your balls, yep. and you can watch like twelve hours of just straight basketball. What do, you, what, do you, what do you want me to do, babe? The, the doctor said I gotta say here. And I, this I, is a real thing. Like people do it. People, yeah, yeah, people schedule people their vasectomies around March Madness because uh, I like it. If I ever because that's one? what the male brain does. I wonder. Does that mean like? Will the birth rate be down? And de- I guess the birth rate's low in December anyway, probably right. As a December baby, like you're doing, you're doing those kids a service. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's it sucks to have a December birthday. I'm yeah, sure it's terrible. Yeah, sorry, poor one, <laughs> poor poor one out for Parker <laughs> and his and his lost Christmas presents. <laughs> well, no, no, it was gained Christmas presents, lost birthday presents. Okay, fair enough. Just lost All a right. whole day of your existence. Just a, yeah, basically, just a, just a bummer of a birthday. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, okay, here's a funny one. I just showed you guys this before. The, the youngins weren't aware of the Heidi game in 1968. The Raiders and the Jets playing a football game. Uh, 
close one. I think it was 36 to 29 when the broadcast got interrupted because at 7 p.m. they were like, we got to go to this movie. <laughs> and they, and they children's had no backup movie. plan. Children's movie. So they so they went to uh to the children's movie Heidi, uh, filmed in Germany, and um, I don't know, just some funny shit. Uh, just imagine that happening these days. I cannot imagine that happening right now. Imagine it, Twitter. Well, Twitter that. would be going crazy, and uh, if it's like, imagine if it's like an NCAA game for me, like I gamble like a, <laughs> and if if my game that I'm watching and I'm sweating a bet out. And all of a sudden, we cut to a children's movie. Uh, <laughs> There's I something would, that was even funnier about it, that, like just because like it's the, like this little first, blonde girl, the first like, visual of her like on a cliff. Yeah, like, it's, it's like just, it, it looks like she's like early sound of music, like, did, just yeah, frolicking so, exactly. through the fields, <laughs> blonde hair, and like I would absolutely lose it. I would, I'd smash my TV. Like we get pissed off when YouTube TV goes. I was just gonna like say you and I were the, the heat in the Celtics like, game. Like, what the fuck sucks. is going on? <laughs> yeah. that, that commercial that just <laughs> it was on like a masking masking girl commercial or something. Just stuck oh my god, there. wait during the playoffs? Yes, yes, yes uh, I remember that. Infuriating. Yes, because I, I also have YouTube TV. <laughs> <laughs> so we we all know what was, what, what was the commercial? Like it, it was it was definitely like a feminine product. I or remember something. I texted you. I was like, is, is this stuck on a commercial for you? Like yeah, I'm like okay, I'm not Sa- serious. Same exact one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, and then in 1969, uh, the uh, Strategic Arms Limitation Treaty 1 negotiations begin, basically, where the Americans and the Russians agreed to start hiding their nuclear weapons better. <laughs> and uh, November 18th is the only one I've got, um, which is Saturday, is Apple Cider Day. Um, Love I, Apple I figured, Cider. I figured Apple Cider Day would be a little sooner. but Yeah, no. yeah kind of um, late in the season, you would think. But I'm, you know, I'm okay with it because I'll, I'll do apple cider in May. I don't care. Like a, war- a, a little warm apple cider on November 18th sounds pretty this, good. This I, don't, time, I, don't, yeah. I don't go warm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really like I, warm either. I don't know if I ever have had warm. That's the I definitely only way have. I've ever had it, actually. Cold? No, really. Yeah. I love cold. I, I don't, I don't but really I like it. But I like my it. coffee cold, too. I like the I like idea of it. So maybe I'm just a cold guy. Yeah, I, I like I like the cold apple cider myself better. All right, I love the donuts though. Oh, so good! Yeah, Apple Barns got some good yes, cider donuts. Yes, they do. All right, um, November nineteenth, National Journalist Day. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. All right. Ugh. <laughs> Parker Listen. speaks for society. I'm just kidding. Yeah, right. I'm only kidding, guys. Yeah, the least you can do is give us some love. Nobody else is. Everyone else hates us um, until it's time for. You know, freedom and calling out the government and important things like that. Or reporting on your state championship games, you fuckers. Anyway, I don't know. Um, so yeah, talk, talk about unappre- unappreciated. It's International Men's Day, November 19th. We Thank God. How we, how we celebrating International Men's Day? Yeah, it's a li- finally a little recognition, right? That's a Sunday? That's I know. A, I'm uh, celebrating. Mm, yes, it is a Sunday. You're right. Yeah, football. Yeah, fo- Eight hours or seven hours of commercial-free commercial free football. football. That's how I'm celebrating. <laughs> no yeah, free ads, but with some buffalo chicken dip in the crock pot. I love you, Sky Hansen. I, that's it. I'll tell you what, man. It's just you know, it's hard to be a white male these days. You know, so we should really. It's, it's really hard to be a white male <laughs> named Michael on a sports podcast. Definitely, you know? yeah, yeah. We we got it rough. I'm man. one of one. Like, I mean, we we have the most important, toughest, most dangerous job, and um, yeah. It's, so just. Between those two, I think you know we deserve a little bit of recognition. You can thank me for my service. Now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh fuck! All right. Uh, now that we have alienated absolutely everyone, uh, 
let's talk about Monopoly, a pretty polarizing game, right? I mean, so. oh. oh, there's been a famous game between with me and Mike. <laughs> well, we were involved. Was, was there a board flip? Uh, I don't remember if there was last a board time, flip. Last time I played, there was, unfortunately. Ooh, I don't remember if there was a board flip. It was an flip, accidental. Land, landed on, oh, accidental. Sure, sure. No, it was. I Accidentally was, when I, he landed on Boardwalk no, with a hotel. I, I was winning. Jenna was losing, and she she flipped it, but I, it wasn't on purpose. We were in a we were in a little treehouse. You believe her? Yeah, it, it was close. Oh, in a treehouse, that's a cute little date. Yeah, Aww. yeah, a little Christmas present. You know? Aww. But uh, it was clo- it was tight quarters, so I, I forgive her. What I don't recall our Monopoly game. So um, it was you, me, Jeremy, and Bobby. Jeremy stole some of Bobby's like Monopoly money. Mind you, we're in eighth grade. Um. It, it, yeah, so I mean, don't you know you fuck around, you find out when well, you're yeah, stealing, yeah. So, stealing their monopoly so money. So we like end, ended up like in a fight, and Jeremy ended up like kicking me in the chest, and like Bobby, <laughs> Bobby might have shed a tear. <laughs> uh, like it, 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 like it, it, it wasn't like dude, all he's gonna about, get a sued for or sued for slander yeah, here. Like, Sorry, sorry to our friend. Well, the, the good thing there's like he allegedly shed a tear. Yeah, there, and there's also like eight of them, so like the Bobby Browns run deep. So uh, we don't know which one we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Shout out, Bobby. So we're gonna get sued eight times. <laughs> uh, I don't think. Moving on. I don't think Big Bob will find out. <laughs> this isn't Monopoly money we're talking about. You know, we gotta be careful here. <laughs> sorry, sorry guys. Uh, all right. Also, Sunday is separation of church and state. <laughs> Interesting to put that on a Sunday. Separation of church and state week. Yeah, it's, it's ironic, right? Oh, well, it's week. Wait, it's so a I, week? Uh, yeah. I think a whole week. I think, I think the whole deal is like, it's supposed to be around Thanksgiving, and it's, you know, uh, uh, maybe because of something to do with the, you know, Native Americans and the pilgrims. I don't know. Um, but I'm a fan, you know. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of separation of church and state. I feel like that's one of my... My jobs as a uh, as an editor is to uphold such things, you know. So, one of these days, I'll start writing columns about stuff like that, you know. Yeah, it was interesting. I had kind of a <clears throat> firsthand experience of this a week or two ago. I went to a game and, like, before they did the national anthem, like, I would I had my hand on the, you know, on my chest looking at the flag, and then they just they started doing a prayer, and I was like, this is weird. I've never seen this before, mm-hmm. and it was like this uh, like minute long prayer, and I was like, this is weird vibes. Yeah, I don't, dude. I had it last year. I covered a a Martin Luther King story, which I was happy to do. You know, on you know, it was Martin Luther King weekend, but I had to go to a church to do it. Dude, so awkward, and and, and like, and you don't know all the all the rituals. Yeah, you, no. you know all, all the you know all the culty things. That, rituals. You know, well, you know, I mean, like, I don't know if you're a churchgoer, Parker, and, no, and I, 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 I don't. I would, um, I would. Light up in flames if I walk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm the poster child combust. of what? Yeah, thank you. I, 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 I'm the poster child of a not. Yeah, person. I uh, yeah, I am uh, poster child of sin. Is it, you know? I, th- I think that's me. You know. Um, that's why you lived in the Sin City, huh? And I and I honestly, I didn't really partake in a lot of the the sin of Sin City, but yeah. Um, but no, so I don't know, man. It's just like, but yeah, covering that story that day, it was just so awkward because I didn't know what to do. And then you're supposed to know when to reach for the book and sing the song and this and that. So I ended up just standing there like a goon through most of it. Yeah, there's, and then 
there's all kinds of like obviously religion creeps on uh, like weddings right like same thing happens yeah. it's just like I don't know what to do with my hands here <laughs> okay Ricky Bobby <laughs> yeah it's just, just put them down put them down <laughs> but but like and then there's like then there's like the like the people that make it worse by being nice they're, they're, they're like oh you know peace be with you you know like you know shaking hands and all that stuff and you're just like just ignore me please just just don't just don't acknowledge me I don't know yeah I don't know I mean I feel that way in a lot of social situations but church especially. Though the Reverend that actually spoke that night was pretty cool. He was a former Marine, actually, so that was oh, cool. that was interesting. Um, anyway. All right, 2004, here we go. Malice at the Palace. So, Jesus, you guys were like seven years old for this, right? Yeah, yeah. If you haven't watched the documentary Netflix? Yeah, I it's think. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Um, very, very good. Highly recommend. Wait, yeah. was ma- wait with, um, what was that? Uh, it, it was a series that it was oh, part yeah. of. Yeah. Untold. Well, yeah. Is that the one? I, yeah, okay. Very good. Okay. They have a few very yeah, good they episodes. Yeah, they did the Johnny Manziel one, the uh, Swamp Kings one. Yeah, and some some older ones are good, too. I can't think of them off the top of my there head. There was one of the, the point-shaving and basketball yeah. ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's one of the oh, earlier ones. Oh, um, and the hockey one. Yeah, very good. The the Sopranos meets uh, hockey. Yeah. <laughs> nice. The Thrashers. Yeah. The thrashers. Just when I thought it was up to pull me pumpkin. Love it. All right, but guys, thoughts on Malice at the Palace? So, so like, uh, you know, I caught, like real basketball fire. Like, like, yeah. You I know, think I think you should be able. That's if, egregious. Well, not a real basketball fight, but you get what I'm saying. Like, I think that people are too entitled as fans, and they say some shit, and they do some shit that they wouldn't do. Like, yeah, everyone says it, but it's true. Like, they wouldn't say that out on the street to Ron Artest. Yeah, they wouldn't throw a drink at Ron Artest in the street. I think you should be able to punch one fan a year. <laughs> Dude, uh, just keep people in check, try. right? Just keep people in check. You know, like just keep them I think, on their toes. Yeah. I think to a, I think to an extent, you should basically be able to say whatever you want, but throwing a beer or throwing anything at them. Um, obviously, you know, racial slurs and stuff over the line, and then they should be punched. But you should be able to say just about anything else you want because they're getting paid millions of dollars to no, I to agree. Take your shit. I agree. Um, so yeah. I don't know, tough one, but but you know, I support. Here's the thing: I think everybody should get punched in the face at least once. Yeah, builds character. Like it, it builds character. I, I've I think I've said this on the show before, but you just like getting punched in the face is liberating. You find out you're not going to fucking break. It's great unless you're a pussy, and then you find and out then you break. And then, well, and <laughs> and you know, and now you know. Hey, I'm not going to do shit that gets me punched in the face. You know, so hey, I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Last on uh, Sunday is Soviets counterattack at uh, uh, Stalingrad. Uh, basically, just kept throwing bodies at the Germans until uh, until it was finally over, and then basically World War II was over from there. Beginning of the end for them. Um, a lot of Americans are are mad about that that the Soviets were an enormous part of winning World War II. We were too. You know, it's not it's yeah. not that we weren't, but really most of our damage was done out in the Pacific too. We kind of did all the heavy lifting out there. So anyway. Uh, we played all right. our role. We played our role. Yeah, we definitely did. Uh, all right, let's wrap this up in two minutes. November 20th, Hugger Runner Day. Um, I imagine it's in November, maybe because Thanksgiving's coming up, maybe because they're about to have to run on a treadmill for the next five months, and Turkey that sucks. trots are a big thing. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Um, I mean, running just sucks in general, yeah. so like, it, like, I respect the hell out of it, but I don't understand it. it I, don't, a, like, it I, don't a, know, I don't get how it's a hobby. It was a punishment for us growing up. That's why we look at it that way. 
I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what it is. You know, it's just like even in the Marines, honestly, I was pretty good at it for a bigger dude. Like my three mile time, my best one was like twenty twenty eight. That's damn. That's not bad for. Seven I mean, mile I, like split or seven yeah. minute split. Um, you know, so and I, but I was only good at it because I hated it. Like I, I wasn't like pacing myself. I was just. You're like I am closer to the end now. Exactly, <laughs> and then like basically be puking on myself at the end, just like that. That's that was my running style. Anyway. Um, 1945, just, you know, we have established, we are an anti-Nazi, um, yeah, that's one of the stamps of this podcast. We, we're an Azura Thompson, we're yep. Azura Thompson fans, we're anti-Nazi, um, you know, we're anti-racism for sure. Yeah. I, I tell you, you know, we're those anti- are, Those are good pillars. I, um, I don't know if we've ever declared it, but you know, I'm anti-sexism, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what? I am too. Um, <laughs> that doesn't mean I, that doesn't mean I won't make jokes because like, Whatever, fuck your feelings. Like nobody cares about mine. So like whatever. But but I but I'm not sexist. So and I, I think boys. sexism is dumb. Women are women are smarter than us, let's be honest. Like, you know. They are. We just talked about uh, you know, scheduling vasectomies so we can watch basketball. Yeah, I think women uh, are smarter. Whoa, whoa, hang on. Wait, who's <laughs> the winner in that one? Because like I think that's we pretty, outsmarted yeah, them on that yeah. one. Uh anyway. All right. Uh, and guys, I, I didn't ask you guys beforehand, but you guys remember Stanford Cal band is on the field, right? One of the most legendary calls. Well, how okay. would we remember it? So, we know about yeah. it. Well, I don't. Hey, man. I mean, you, you, I didn't know if you knew about the Heidi game, so you know. But anyway, 1982, November 20th. That's uh, the anniversary of the Stanford Cal uh, tuba player getting run over, and um, and Stanford wins. So college football, man. One of the most iconic plays in college football history. Yes, sir. Wait, I'm, Stanford wins, right? Stanford yeah. beat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the band is on the field. The band is on the field. All right, and that is our 